Welcome back to 1010's Podcast. I'm host Robert Grout, sitting in the King of Motorsports studio. I'm sitting across from my other co-host, Adam Nielsen. Are you sure you're doing all that right? You're like pushing, but you looked real confused there for a second. Dude, it's, I'm tired. If it doesn't record, this doesn't come out. It just doesn't come out. It, I, I'll, it's recording there. FTF. I think. It, yeah, FTF. I don't care. For the fans. Hashtag for, for the fans. For the fans. This episode is for the fans. It's hashtag for the if fans. The, if the audio quality is terrible, it's for the fans. If it's great, it's also it's, for, it's the, for fans. the fans. Yeah, absolutely. It's free. What do you want from me? Yeah. We're barely here anyway. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if, if, if we could have done this over the phone. I mean, we okay. could have, but I didn't I want, don't to. want to. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so tired. I really don't. I'm not tired. I just had no ambition to do this. I'm mother trucking swamped at work. Yep. And I just have no interest in doing anything when I get off of work anymore. I've had that conversation um, with multiple people lately. It's just like I haven't done anything, but I still feel like super burned out. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. I think it's the, the winter's. The winter blues that are hitting me super yeah. late. Yeah. Right well, and then it's it's nice for like two or three days, and then crappy again. That's that and is, so there I, is you, that. You just get that peak. You're like, oh, man, it's so good. And then, nope, just kidding, guys. You fucking hate this place. Yep. Yeah. But I got the weekend to myself at the house, so I'm just going to be... Me too. So I'm just going to be quietly sitting watching basketball. I'm not going to do that. And, and watching racing. I probably won't do that either. So There's no grid life live stream. I don't know how people function. At home. I've never been so FOMO in my life as I am right now at this very from, moment. From AMP? Yes. So we're recording on a Friday, which yep. is a little weird for us. Yeah, out of the norm. Yes. And so the AMP event for Grid Life is happening right now as we speak. And so a bunch of my friends are at the event as we speak. And I'm getting all these messages and people are talking and I'm just like... I want to be there so bad. I hate it. Oh, this is this. Was, want, everyone knows that this was a, a list on the track of a list of tracks I wanted to go to this year. Right? Yeah. This is this is this, your track. This was the one. And yeah. So I, I didn't really feel think about it until like I started seeing like clips and videos this, today and like yeah. yeah, I would have liked to have been there even in the rain. I, I don't would. think it races very well. No, I don't think so either. I felt that way when I was on it too. Apparently, it's not very wide. It's not. So I don't think it races very well. No, it's, there's a lot of elevation change, and there's a like it's real kind of technical. Yeah. So yeah, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd have to see a race, to, but sure didn't feel like it would be. Right. So it was a fun track, though. You never get to see a race, Robbie, because there's no live stream. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Adam. He's so lazy. It's like he doesn't care about. I the don't fans. think he does. He's the one that doesn't. Yeah. Care. <laughs> He's the one who doesn't care about his fans. <laughs> we want live streams all the time. I said, there's all those girls walking around live streaming shit on Instagram. Tell them to turn their cameras around so I can see yeah. the racetrack. How hard can it be? It can't be that hard. I mean, the Instagram's posting stuff all the time. Just put it to live and have someone yeah. talk. Don't even have someone. I just want to see. Just put, I'll just, follow along. Just set, on, up, just set up some webcams. Yeah, and I'll follow <laughs> along on uh, Race Hero so I know who's in what position. Yep, I did do that. I just want to see. I understand. The other thing is I don't have a reference for fast here. It's all fast. Well, and it was wet. Right. Yeah, the GLTC time, uh, the GLTC poll time was like basically the same as the fastest time attack time. Oh, was it really? Which I think was Smedgard, if I remember right. And then uh, 
Jimmy Rock and his GT2 RS, which he's uh, normally really fast. I think Smedgard won the race. But I don't think he. I was just pulled. looking at quality times. I don't think he pulled first though. Didn't he? No, because he he moved up one position to maybe it was, maybe it's a different race. I don't know. Maybe Tomo was no Tomo was pulled. behind him. I, I wasn't paying that close of attention. I don't flip it. No, right? <laughs> it's not important. Doesn't though. matter. This is we're rambling. <laughs> Let's do an opener instead. <laughs> I'm good with that. So uh, this week we're going to do something we haven't done in a while, but we're going to do it as an opener instead of where it used to go. We're going to talk about the news. The news. So these are old-ish articles. Okay. Uh, both of these. We have, I have two of them that I want to talk about. But both of them are things that I feel we should address. Okay. Uh, so I, in typical news fashion, yes, I haven't read the articles. Not even a little bit, because I dropped this on you five <laughs> minutes before we started. And so like, I don't even know that you've read the titles to both of these. Uh, I read this one now. Okay, so the first one we're covering, the Toyota Supra with a manual transmission has been confirmed for the U.S., and this was in January. Yes, this happened in January. And I don't recall hearing this. Right. So this was kind of not this was not nearly as big of a deal as I expected it to be. But apparently we're getting a manual uh six cylinder only Supra. So So you can get the Turbo four and the Turbo Six. Yep. But uh the Turbo Four will not have a manual option, only the six cylinder. Which is fine, whatever. Okay, whatever. Doesn't matter. Seems seems silly that you wouldn't just have for both. Yeah, I don't know because I think that they probably use the same. I think they use the same trans, right? Which would make me assume that they have the same like bell housing bolt pattern. Uh-huh. And and if it one fits on the other, I mean, it's... well, so then people will be swapping them. Yeah, which is. But I would I would also uh, without actually looking into this in any way, shape, or form, assume that nobody buys four cylinder Supras. There's probably that, yeah. Um, and so they probably just don't bother. And the other thing is that, like, I don't think they're going to be making a ton of these, so push them up to the... Oh, so then they can charge a premium for it. Right. So, uh, you know how we go in cycles and we see rent- things that were not cool for a while become cool again? Yeah. Vinyls. Yeah. Uh Stuff like that. Letterman jackets. Yeah, I yeah. think that the manual transmission has already cycled around again. That's cool again. It's 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 hipster cool. I won't, I won't disagree with it's that. Car hipster cool. Yep. And so, like Porsche makes, like Porsche went out and like developed manual transmission for some of their GT cars because. There was a demand, and they saw that they could make some money. Yep. And so now I think that some of these other manufacturers are looking at Porsche and going, well, they're doing it. Maybe we could, too. If we sell them right yep. and we and we market them right, clearly people are dumb enough that they've decided, again, that they're cool, and so they'll buy them. Yeah. It makes, it makes driving the car harder, and that's why we want it. I don't, I don't think that it makes it harder. It's it's another variable, sure. But I I so it doesn't make it easier. Most people who probably are buying manual Porsche GT cars, yes, are probably not track day bros. Oh no, I say that, and then I'm thinking like, well, that, and guy, I that would guy be, didn't have a manual. That guy didn't have a manual. I would, <laughs> I would be willing to bet you 
that most people who go out and buy manual Supras will not be track day bros. They might take them to the track occasionally. They might do one or two track days a year. They are not track day bros. Well, the, and I think, and if they're real serious about going fast, yep. they'll probably buy the ZF transmission equipped model. Especially or since that has PDK. that has proven to be a very good yes. transmission. So Jackie's who Jackie actually messaged us. I know he listened to the show. That's so crazy. Uh, and said, "Hey, you know, here's my Dynograph." Which of and, course we want to know what the real one looks like. Yeah, but that's fine. That's a whole. Can, that's a whole I mean, different conversation. So what's, what does it really look like with all six coil packs plugged in? <laughs> is the question. But uh, I don't even remember what it was. But it wasn't as much as we kind of it was like assumed. S- oh, not I think we like said in it was the, somewhere it was in, the in the sixes. Yeah, I, th- I think we kind of assumed it was probably somewhere in the sevens or eights, and yeah. it was like mid to high sixes, if I remember uh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, it was six, it was six sixty, and I was yeah, like, you couldn't get yeah, six more. Make yeah, it, evil. It, was, it was really close to six six six. That's right. Yep. So. Um, but he has a stock trans in that car. I, I like thought I, he I did. I think it's tuned. You know, of I'm course. sure it's tuned. Yeah, but, but it's a stock trans. Yeah, and like so that trans clearly is capable of taking a beating, mm-hmm. and like and it's fast and it's good. fast as shit. Yeah, it's not a. I don't think it's. I think it's still a single clutch trans. I don't think it's a DCT. I'm not familiar enough to. I'm not sure, but either way, like, we'll go. We'll go with that. Yeah, it's absolutely. still a really good transmission. It's still clearly quite capable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I think if you're Buying a Supra with the intention of tracking, which based on what I saw at Superlap this year, a lot of people are doing that pretty seriously because it was the year of the Supra. There yeah. were a ton of them. There was there. a lot of them. Um, I still think you're probably buying the ZF equipped one. But if you're buying that as your second car, that's your fun car that you take out on sunny days and that you take it to cars and coffees and you maybe do an autocross or two and a track day or two a year, mm-hmm. then you buy the manual. I, yep, yep. I'll give you that. And I think the only, the other reason would be if you're taking it to a certain class and the class has huge penalties for having a, but I, a non-manual I, transmission. I can't really, I mean... I don't look at a ton of like NASA classing or, no or even SCCA NASA. classing, but for the most part, the only time I've seen a transmission um, penalty is when it's a non-factory equipped transmission, and generally it's specifically a sequential or dog. No, the PDK and stuff is, is it it's remarkably faster, which is why, like in Midiv, for example, we it's penalized. Yeah, like the Corvettes transmission also gets penalized. Yeah. It's fucking fast. Because like at GLTC, it doesn't. <laughs> it's a stock transmission. Yeah, it does. It does it? Oh, yeah. The PDK? Oh, oh I didn't oh, think yeah. it did. Oh, yeah. It's a big, it's a big modifier. Oh, okay. I can't remember because it, it wasn't relevant to me, obviously, so I don't remember the right. exact numbers. I know now it, sequentials are legal in, uh, with a modifier now. Yes. Yeah. So I think... Originally, that was one of my favorite rules. It was written in there that no one gets a sequential until Adam Jabay can afford one. Well, obviously, it means he can afford one. And there were, well, yeah. Well, I mean, Grid Life's doing well. So, obviously. Yeah, everybody knows that Grid yeah. Life makes money hand over yeah. fist. Yeah. So, I don't even think he listens anymore. So, it's not as much. No, nah, well, he'll text us in like a month or two and be like, yeah, oh, right. yeah, I heard what you said about AMP. We'll be like, I don't even remember that. <laughs> that was so long ago, man. That, yeah. was like, that was like an episode ago. I can't yeah, remember. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, I think it's cool. I support, even though I have been a strong supporter of what are essentially automatic transmission track cars, because all I care about is going as fast as possible. I also still love that manual transmissions exist and maybe even having a renaissance. 
I would be all about the Renaissance. I support that as well because yep. while I understand, uh, or while obviously I support going super fast, of course, I also understand that not everybody takes me to the track, and that when you have a fun car, it's more fun to drive as a manual than it is as an automatic, and when it's purely a car that you're just driving on the weekends and driving to work on nice days having that little extra bit of engagement good word makes yeah, sense that's the word i was looking for engagement makes like, sense yeah. driving engagement driver engagement both it's where you and the car feel like one and yeah, 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 yeah. you feel more connected exactly nope i'm all about it and i support that and i do think that manual transmissions give cars a character which is something I look for in my fun cars. I couldn't agree more. And I, and I think that people are going to follow. Well, not people. I mean, companies. They're going to follow Porsche's lead. And like, we're going to put manual transmissions not in our economy cars anymore. We're going right. to put them in our enthusiast cars. Right. Which I think that you know, that's fine. that type of car is is where people are going to buy it anyways. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. People. You're, they're not going to sell that many Corolla. Or manual Corollas. Right. Or manual Camrys. I think might maybe a Corolla because it's kind of got a, some sporting uh, <clears throat> fakeness to it. Yeah. So, like, I was, but, I was thinking of, like, you know, years ago, like, you'd get the, like, the Saturn yeah, Ion or whatever because yep, yep. it was, like, $13. What are you getting at, Robbie? What? Are you saying that's not a fun, cool, unique, sporting car? Any car that weighs next Robbie? to nothing and you can drive, like, crazy and you can shift gears and have fun. It's a fun car. But what I'm okay. saying is the Saturn Ion. Uh-huh. Wait, no, is, is it Ion? The, the little, yeah, it was not, not the... Ion yeah, was, okay. was a... Yeah, the little tiny... Was Cobalt-esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made it alongside the Cobalt. Okay. That or whatever, you know, any know other, other economy. Crazy, yeah, like the old SCs and stuff like that. That's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. you know, the cars that were brand new, they were like 10 grand. Yeah. And then you could get it even cheaper with the manual. So there's a lot of them out there. Yeah, obviously they're not. That's not a thing anymore. No. So like I think that the you know the enthusiasts well and, and our automatic transmissions have come a long way. A lot of times those Econobox cars were sold as manuals because they got better gas mileage. Exactly. And that's not the way it is. That's not the case anymore. Right. And honestly, like as much as I hate it, our government has ins- has instated a you know a, a company gas average standard that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if that's what they have to do with their mass econo boxes, that's what they have to do. But, like, if they sell 2,000 Supras that are manually equipped a year, it's not going to change their fuel economy rating no. as compared to selling, you know, when they're selling 150,000 automatic equipped Corollas. Right. So... But if they can add ten grand to it because it's a manual, yep, no, and yeah, still no. sell two thousand of them, that's worth it. Yep, no, it's definitely on the other direction, right? So that's fine. I yep. like it. I'm excited for it. No, well, I mean, anytime I'm shopping for a fun car, like a, you know, the toy car, yeah, it has to have a manual. Yeah, I mean, it just it just does. So, I, I've even like when we were, when I was fighting that transmission on the Focus, I even shopped what it would cost to swap it to a manual. <laughs> So I was like, you know, if I'm going to take the time to fix this, let's at least make it fun. Yeah. Well, we can fix this for we can, good. We can fix it. Unfortunately, I think that... Uh, yeah, it was not worth it. No, because I think you have to, like, put a whole new computer in it. It's real dumb yeah, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. It would have been it would have been proper effort. Yeah. 
Because I remember uh, when my brother he had his RSX, uh-huh. it was on its like last legs. Yeah. And he's like looking to get rid of it for a, a song and a dance. And I'm like, well, I can do a song and a dance. Yeah. And I looked into what it would take to swap an automatic RSX to a manual or to a transmission. And uh, you had to like change, like the, the, the frame setup was totally different oh, on the Jesus manuals and automatic Christ. cars. Like you could do it. But there was like pages and pages and pages and pages of like how tos because it was so intense and you had to do so much extra bullshit. That's shocking from a Honda. You you would think it would just be bolt right in, and it was yeah. not the case. Huh. Gross. So yeah, I was like, eh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. We're good here. You can get your song and dance from somebody else. Yep, get rid of that. So that's all I got for that one. No, I, I, I like I like it. That was, but I felt like it was important enough that we should at least acknowledge it. Yep, and it didn't get that much coverage. No, I, I, I don't remember hearing about. In this. fact, I saw it and then it kind of disappeared. And then one day I was thinking about it and I actually Googled it, wondering if it was fake. Yeah, that's probably what I would have done. And re- we have no confirmation. If it, if well, it, there's there's a bunch. Of, I mean, it's it's coming. It's a thing. I won't believe it until it's here, Adam. Well, I, we shouldn't ever, in any situation, believe that anything is actually going to happen until it has happened. Everything is a lie until it's, it's put in front of me. vaporware until proved differently. Exactly. That I agree with. Trust no one. Yeah. So, there was one other one. Uh, the, 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 the STI. It's dead. Oh, the no. Subaru, the Subaru. There will be no new gen. So, Subaru. Wait, just all Subarus? No. Subaru has a new WRX platform. Okay. They will not be releasing an STI variant on that platform. Wasn't that a thing for like a long time? Or what am I thinking of? Did no, they, no. So So they always had an STI so, for the WRX and the and they didn't have one for the BRZ. No, that's what I'm thinking of. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you can buy a base model Impreza. Yes. And then a WRX is a churched-up version of the Impreza. Yes. So it's a Subaru Impreza WRX. Okay. And then the STI is a fancier version thereof. So technically, an STI is a Subaru Impreza WRX STI. Okay. Nobody calls it that. No. Someone's going to come at me, bro, on the group this week. Bill. Bill's going to text us, and he's going to say, bro, let me tell you about my WRX STI. But anyway, there is a new... (laughs) Impreza chassis. There is going to be a WRX model. There is not going to be an STI model on the new Impreza chassis. And Subaru says that the reason they're not doing it is because governmental regulations change at such a rapid rate that they will not be able to get the car developed and built and sold enough of to make it worth it before they'd have to change it anyway. So they're going to hold off on this generation and bring it back around again when they're electric. Because the next generation will be. Oh. Well, that's disappointing. So the next generation of STI that we will see will probably be probably be full electric, maybe a hybrid, hybrid. but probably full electric. I would bet. So I guess what, So I actually like I'm sad that the I, I am yeah. you know, we talk a lot of shit about Subarus because it's easy and and yeah, funny. Fruit. it's funny to yeah. me. I don't care what anybody says. It, you know, <laughs> but it's super easy. <laughs> but uh it is kind of a bum deal that they're killing it. Oh yeah. <clears throat> even if they're only killing it temporarily. But at the same time I am kind of excited for the thought of a fully electric one. 
because we haven't seen any like dedicated enthusiast cars in full electric. No. Like you have, you have, the Teslas have been good performance cars, right. but you got to do a bunch to them before they're really worthy of track. Like the factory brakes Brace. just don't <laughs> take it, you know? And like, uh, yeah. Okay. We have the plaid and it's dumb, fast mm-hmm. and crazy cool in that respect. Right. But it's, I don't know what it costs a more money dollars. than I can. Yeah. It just as well. <laughs> right. Like I'm sure it's well into the six figure mark. Yeah. It's, it's one to the hundreds, you know? And so that's kind of a bum deal. That doesn't hardly count. And like a dual boater model three is a pretty cool car, but it's not an enthusiast car no. where an STI will be built with the enthusiast in mind first and foremost. And so that's exciting to me. That's interesting to me. Yeah. So just, while I'm, I am a little bummed that they're killing off a car, you know, because we were sad when the Evo went. Yes. Even if it wasn't really a car we loved, I'm still sad that they killed it. I feel the same way about this. Is Mitsubishi you know? still a company? Uh, there's still a dealership that I drive by on my way to work. All right, so they're still a company. Weird. Actually, I think I saw something that, like in 2021, they had like they sold more cars. It's a renaissance, Robbie. I guess. Coming back around, they're bringing some Evo again. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. All right, so what's, I guess, what? So like, we got, you know, you got the Impreza, and it's like it's, uh-huh. it's a boxer four cylinder or whatever. Yes, it is. And then you go to a WRX, and it's Which a, is a turbo version. Turbo right. boxer four cylinder. So the, I don't, know the about the, I don't know about the newest ones. No, just speak. But in years, in years past, uh, or in models past, how okay. about that? Sure. Uh, the, the base Imprezas were like, Two fives, okay, and then the s the the turbo ones were either two liters or two twos, okay. So they were slightly smaller, but they were turboed, okay. And then uh, I think the STIs like are just amped up versions of the WRX. So um, just like a bigger turbo, like I I, I, I would and... guess probably a bigger turbo or at least a different tune because they made more power, of course. Um, and then like. Bigger sway bars, better suspension, the the uh, snow and gravel and tarmac modes settings for the for the center differentials and stuff like that. I think pretty much all STIs have been manuals. I've only ever seen manuals. I think that's, that's true. Think Bill's cars are like. I think that's most, true. Bill's and Andrews are the only ones I've ever been in. I think Andrews was a WRX. WRX and it was a manual, but right. Whereas I think his, Bill, was not, his was not an STI. Bill's whereas I think was Bill's is was originally an S. Both of his. Were Bill's STIs. Bill's has gone so far. Well, yeah, like, he also had. A, he could have bought a base model Impreza because of how much he's changed on his. Well, the, yeah. The, well, <laughs> the, his one lap um, Impreza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was oh, also. Sorry, I was talking. I was, talk, one, I was talking he? about the car he had. The his daily. I forgot that was, an that STI that was too. not the same car. Yeah. I forgot that he... So he had two STIs right. and the C8. So does he still have both STIs and the C8? Do you I, know? I think so. Damn, that man be crazy. Because he he, I think he talked about getting rid of the... At the, least one the or ra- the other. Yeah, the race one. Yeah, that would make sense. Because he, he has a K, has a C8 now. Yeah. I don't think he did. I don't think he ever got rid of it. Huh. But, uh, yeah, like... And then... The STIs had the stronger, I think they had the stronger six speed. Okay. Whereas the WRXs had the weaker five speed that everyone talks about being glass. Oh, okay. Yep. And stuff like that. So they they're just like beefed up versions. And then way back in the day, they were kind of homologation specials. 
I guess that's what I'm kind of confused as to why they'd be like, well, you know, they're changing the regulations, like making it sound like it's just dramatically different. Well, I don't, I don't that's, know. That's, that's just kind of, it just seems like a cop out just for that excuse. You would think that by and large, it's just bolting on parts. I mean, there's still obviously some yeah, development that goes into that, but by and large, it's large. It's mostly just kind of, bolt. I mean, it's not like they're changing drivetrain layouts and doing crazy shit with right. it. Right. It's, it's a different different transmission, a different you know some engine modifications right. and a bit of different tune. Unless unless having that tune on it makes the mileage shitty. And well, I'm sure that uh, so the STI they don't sell that many of right. as compared to the WRXs, and so they have to recoup the cost of going through all the smog bullshit and all that. And I'll bet it has to be recrashed and all that crap. Okay. And if they're only going to be able to sell this chassis for four or five years instead of six or eight years, like they used to be able to do, yep. they might not be able to sell enough STIs specifically to make it worth going through the government portion of the development. Okay. And make their money back. That makes sense. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not That's, involved in They that. just said that I mean, maybe it is a cop out. Maybe it's, it's just like, it's, ah, fuck it's, everybody. Yeah, it seemed like a cop out. Just like, but we have a, you know, I have a lot of friends on Facebook who are deeply involved in the Subaru world uh-huh. to the point where, like, they either make their livings or at least have side businesses doing Subaru things. And it looked to me like Subaru sent out, like, essentially a, a email letter mm-hmm. to these people, like, dear retailer. And then, like, kind of explained, you know, like, uh, you know, like it had a big, long, heartfelt couple of paragraphs about, you know, you know, we're sad that this is happening, but unfortunately, this is the way of the world. Uh, but don't, don't, you know, don't, don't give up on me. Yeah, we're not going away. <laughs> we're just taking a break. Okay. So, which I think is cool on Subaru's part. Yeah, kind of. To like show, like, you know, they didn't just put out a big press release. They seem to have reached out to their people. Like, and they do a, I think that brand does a really good job of, of knowing its, its market its and people. Yeah. And keeping them close. You yeah. know, they do the Subaru ambassador program and stuff this, like that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. What, but once, again, you, once you buy a Subaru, it seems like, you always end up buying another Subaru. Well, you say that, but I think that's the way it is. You know, we talked about this before, and then I got to thinking about it after we talked about it. And like, okay, so most of the people I know who are Honda people, everything they own is Hondas. Their wife drives Hondas. They drive a Honda. Their fun cars are Hondas. Mm-hmm. Most of the people I know who are in the front-wheel drive Dodge community, their wife drives newer Dodges. They drive a Charger or a Dodge Ram. Their wife is in a in a yeah. Dart or a... Chrysler Pacifica or whatever, uh, you know, I think that that's actually the way most people are, regardless of brand. Yeah. But I do think that Subaru does a better better job of embracing the fact that people do that. Yes. And like encouraging people to do that than other brands do. Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. You and I, and probably me more so than you even, are less brand loyal. Yeah, I got got reasons to like specific brands brands and whatnot like right i think the fact that both both my fun cars were nissans i think that was just almost a coincidence but was it yeah because i don't i don't look at nissan with this like they make because well, you bought a rogue car. i didn't know if that was uh but i also know you got a deal on it yeah and it was so i didn't know if that was more of an opportunity or opportunity. did you seek out a rogue because it's no, a nissan it was it was not because it was a nissan it was because it was the price it was at and 
It was more the size I, you because I think size you were, I wanted and the, you and wanted the price something I wanted that was at. similar to the Rav Four in size, but a new Rav Four was bigger. Yep, and way more expensive yeah. than than what the Rogue well, was because it's a Toyota, right? There's no, a, but if you'd have bought the new Rav, you'd probably, probably still st- be I'd in still, it. <laughs> no, I would have. I would have traded it in, and it would have been, I would have got way more money out of it. Well, that's fair. You probably would have traded it in for the Silverado. Yep, but. Uh, like I don't have like a, a Chevy loyalty. Like right. I, I, I like my Chevy. Right. But Ford makes good trucks too. So right. You know, it's all about the right one coming along. For me. I just like cars. Yeah. And I think it's almost sad when people pigeonhole themselves into even a brand, let alone a model. Because yeah, people agree. do that. Oh yeah. Even sure. so far as down as to like, oh, I not only am I a Subaru guy, but I'm an Impreza guy. Yeah. Like I, I own WRXs and STIs. Yep. You know, and that's like that's almost too bad. Cause there's a whole world of cool stuff out there. Yeah. Which I I say that, but then it's like, well, if I had the opportunity to like a, a project car for myself, I I'm, I would like to seek out would be an old Datsun. Yeah. You know, it's I get I, I I say like, oh, I'm not a Nissan guy, but like, well, yeah, I do I'm, like the Z cars. I like cars. Yeah, see, I like the Z cars. So, yeah, so. but you're not going to go out and buy another Altima anytime soon, or Maxima, or Maxima. No, whatever. no, God, no. Right. Well, unless yeah. I can get it for a song and a dance. And right. <laughs> but like, if, you know, when it's finally time to replace the Edge, it probably won't be with a Nissan product. No, no, it won't be. Most likely. If she has her way, it'll be a fucking Jeep. Well, I know, but like, even <laughs> even if she's just like, "Hey, Robbie, I need a new car, and you're a car guy, so pick me one out." It won't be an Nissan. It's not going to be a Nissan. No, no, definitely not for. I mean, that you'd, car. you'd pick a Jeep over a Nissan. Yes. So yeah, like a, a Jeep. Even if Jeep you guys Grand, lived in West Des Moines, a Jeep Cherokee or a Grand Cherokee would be way on, higher on the Gotta list. Get a Grand Wagoneer, Robbie. 103 grand, baby. Let's, let's not do that. Come on, bro. No. It's kind of ugly. I know. Have you seen one? I think so. It's not a good looking thing. It's not. It's kind of obnoxious looking. They have a sore Range Rovers and people buy those. I would take a Range Rover any day of the week <laughs> over that Grand Wagoneer. That thing looks goofy. It's a weird car. I'm not into it. It's not my thing. It's more Escalade than it is Range Rover. But... Yeah. I think I'd, I don't even like the Escalade, and I think I'd take an Escalade. You're talking about new ones or old ones? Like brand new ones. Because like the, the brand new Wagoneer, they've only been making that for like the last mm-hmm. six months or whatever. So it's not good looking, though, Robbie. I want to make sure I'm thinking of the right thing. It's goofy looking. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just. It's, and it's $100,000. Yeah. It wants to be a, it wants to be a suburb. Yeah. Like no, it is. It is it is specifically built to be a um ah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it's specifically built to be a Escalade um navigator competitor. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's, it's like a, it's a big bodied luxury automobile. I'm sure it drives great and it's, it's super smooth ugly, though. I was blown away at how smooth the Grand Cherokee was. Yeah. It was like driving on a cloud. It Donnie was, Boy used to have a Cherokee with a Hemi in it. That was a nice. That was a nice vehicle. And that was. I mean, it was kind of optional. I remember. I remember we took it to Omaha that one. Time. Yeah, it had it like was, rain sensing wipers and mm-hmm. and auto dimming headlights. And this like, is like it was 2010. Kind, right. It was kind of <laughs> option loaded. It was a pretty nice vehicle. Yep. No, I remember that one. That was nice. He bought that for a song and dance because he's Don. Yeah, and he made he made money on it. Yeah, yeah. He did. <laughs> it just worked out. So that one. 
was a was a a foreign student going to ISU here. Yep. And they were going home and they just needed it gone. Oh, that's the dream. And he had the cash. Yep. It's crazy how many nice cars just sit in parking lots. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Came in for college, bought this. Yeah, really I bought expensive it car. so I could be here for eight months this year and then I'm uh, I'm flying back home for the summer break and then when I come back I'm definitely not taking this thing back again. So because I gotta it. get something new and nicer. Yeah, get rid of this. So uh I just need, you know, any amount of money that to to get rid of it. Yep. So, I never got those opportunities. Weird. So it's funny, like, sometimes I think, like, I could just sit at home, especially in the heydays of Craigslist. Yep. I could just sit at home and hit that refresh button on, like, a few different tabs every five minutes. Yep. If I had a big fat stack of cash. Yeah. And I could make money. Yeah. The secret to making money is, is having, having money. money. Right. You, yeah. do, you If you have money at the right time and you come across, when you come across the right thing, you can make mad money. Yep. That's what I'd do if I was unemployed. Yeah, you just use your money to make more money. I don't have any money, though. Yet. Then you get that one. It's like that, that one. I started with a paperclip and traded my way to a house. <laughs> exactly. I wanted to slap that woman. That was a bunch of bullshit, is what that was. I know it was. Because it started those article, off. Those articles are always. It started bullshit. off genuine, but it went viral. And so then she's getting deals on shit. Yeah, oh, getting- I just want to be a part of the viral thing. So I'll trade you this thing that's worth $5,000 for something that I know is only worth two. Yep. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, it turns into bullshit real fast. If she wanted to do the article, she had to do it after the fact. Right. Make it do it the hard way. Keep your mouth shut. Yep. <laughs> and then when you achieve it, then write the article. Get on top of that mountain. Yep. Sing it to whoever will listen. That's fine. Yeah, so you could do it. But if it you, went if you... viral on her Instagram and so then it was bullshit. Yep. No, you could do it and it would take forever. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be real hard. It might be longer than your life could be, but it, it theoretically you could do it. But I probably not start as... with a paper clip yeah. either. No, start with like something cool like an Apex Pro. There you go. Anyways, uh, that's the news. <coughs> Presented by Factor Fabrication. <laughs> uh, factorfabrication.com for all of your fabrication needs. Do you need custom woodwork or metalwork? Uh, Max will weld it up. Um, if you need a, a table for your podcast studio, because podcasting is so easy. It is. Everyone it's does. It's so easy an idiot could do it. Yeah, clearly. We've been doing it forever, and we just keep doing it. Actually, I was going to talk about that on the show, too. Okay. Finish finish your thing, and then we'll talk about that thing, and then we'll do the topic. All right. But yeah, if you need to get caged, railed, I mean, just things around your house that needs to be made, Booney can make it. You just call him up and say, hey. Max can make it. Booney can have Max make it. Booney can have Max make it. That's exactly what I think happens. He'd be like, Max, here's this build sheet, and Max (laughs) Max builds it. So if you want to have Max build you some build sheet stuff, just call up Booney and say, hey. I have this crazy idea that I need things made out of metal. And you'll get it. Yeah. And then you use the code 10 tenths <laughs> and you get like the sickest deal. You might get some factory fab racing stickers, maybe even a shirt. Just but when you're done, just make sure you say, I was sent here by the podcast. Right. Factorfabrication.com. Uh so my son turned six last week. Well, this week, excuse me. My yes. son turned six. We started this. Like right, right before that, two or three months before my son was born, which means we've been doing this just a little over six years, Robbie. Which means we're about four years away from being good at it. 
It's a 10-year They loop. say 1,000 hours. It's, it's, it's 10,000 no, 10, hours or 10 years is, <laughs> is the theory. Okay. So we're about four years out from really... We're definitely way off. Of, even even by our standards, we're way off of 10,000 hours. Yep. Yeah, we don't practice. We just show up. Well, I mean, even if you count this as practice... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still a ways off of 10,000 hours. Yeah. But we've been doing it for you know almost... Six half, years? Just, yeah. That's a long time. Oh, excuse me. And people just aren't grateful. They just don't care. That's what it is. Yeah. They really are. They don't appreciate the effort that it takes some six years of dedication and work to be to get work. To get to this today. level of mediocrity. Exactly. Just, so. just imagine if we were phoning it in for six years. <laughs> oh, wait. We no way, dude. We used to take this way more seriously. <laughs> are you kidding me? We took it way too serious. For a while there. Yep. When we relaxed, it got better. It did get we got way better when we, we stopped putting pre- and when we stopped putting pressure on ourselves about yeah. it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, so what are we up to this week? I just think it's crazy that we've been doing this for six years, Robbie. There's a lot of things that uh, I haven't done for six years. Yeah, it's most committed I've been to a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, uh, so it's tax season time. Tax return time. Tax returns, baby. Uh, so as we have done many years in the past, probably five out of six, if I wasn't mistaken. It might even be six out of six. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm not going to look. I don't think it was six out of six because we didn't do it the first year. Oh, yeah. No, because, are you sure? Yeah, because we, we didn't do it the first year because the first year we would have been this time, but we'd only been doing it for like three months at this point. Oh, yeah. We were way too serious. So we had all kinds of stuff to do at that point. Yeah, we were way too serious about it. Could, yeah. Could be- Doing silly topics like this, yeah. Well, no, we were doing topics, but we not were, like this. But we were, we still had lots of ideas, so we weren't recycling shit like <laughs> we do now. Right. So it's fine. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this year has been, despite the fact that we have more than we've had in years past. The first year we did this, we had twenty four hundred dollars ish. Yeah, it wasn't much. And the first year we did this, we were able to buy cars and put parts on them for that budget. I remember I had that that 240SX. Yeah. And then I had like six pages, like an entire Word document of like things to open that I could talk about. Like, this is what I would do. This and this is, we're going drifting for whatever the money was. You had like an autocross build and a drift build, like all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're like, so now our price is $3,536. Yep. Which is not a, like a especially small amount. I mean, it's not it's not huge. No. But like that's a lot more than we did the first year we did this. Yep. And you you're barely buying cars, let alone I'm buying a clapped out car that was 1200 6 years ago. Right. <laughs> Shit's out of control, man. It is. And in years past, you know, I even went back and listened to a few of, uh, like one or two of the ones we've done in the past, just out of curiosity. Yep. And we sit there and we read through the whole list of, or the whole listing. And, you know, they're like, oh, you know, this, this, this doesn't work. Uh, you'll need to fix this, this, and this, but it will run and drive. And now it's like, yeah. ask if you have questions. Don't ask if it's still available. If it's listed, <sighs> if it's still up, it's still available. Yep. Like, literally, don't tell you shit about the car. Yeah. No, I think every single one of mine has, at most, three sentences. Right. So people have not only not only have they gotten lazier about writing their articles or writing their listings, but then a bunch of them that I looked at had cars covered in snow. Yep. 
You can't even take it around the block. Or just wipe it off. Right. Let alone being dirty. And then the one thing I hate the most, uh, the thing that grinds my gears the most about pictures is screenshots of people's phones. That's crazy to me. I don't understand. Like, how- Why did you take a screenshot of what's clearly a photo gallery? Yeah. It, it, but that happens all the time. I, anytime I see that, I assume it's a fake ad or well, there's something fucked Even up if it is, it. why are they screenshotting a photo gallery? I don't know. It makes no sense. It's a huge red flag anytime I see it. I don't understand. Like something, something is wrong, either and, with the person that's making the ad or just the whole thing in general. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you're doing that, why the fuck are you doing that? Let me know. Don't. <laughs> I don't think that our listeners are those people. No. I hold our listeners to a higher standard. Did you read my- Even if we don't hold ourselves to a higher standard. Did you read my uh, my ad when I had the 240 for sale? Yeah, it was very thorough. <laughs> I, was like, I couldn't have been more thorough. No. But, I, but, but that, it I was mean, literally two Word document pages by the time it was But what's really frustrating done. is that you probably didn't save yourself a single question. Like people still asked you questions. Um, there was there was definitely people that asked questions that was it was clearly answered in right. the ad or in the pictures because I also put forty four pictures in the in the, in the ad. <laughs> That's like more than some people have of their car. Yeah, period. It was, it was, let alone that they've posted. And not only ad. did I did I not use my phone, right. I used the fucking Lumix. So they were like, oh, Jesus Christ. I went out you. and I took you need to great pictures. I took great pictures That's of it. That's too far. I washed it, took pictures, took pictures of the interior, took pictures of the, like even the trunk. Like who gives a shit? Yeah. I took a picture of the trunk. I took a picture of the engine bay. I took well, pic- now at least I know there's an engine in and, it. And then I drove it up on the lift and I took pictures under the lift, like everything. Yeah. There should have been no questions. You knew exactly what you were getting. I yeah. didn't quite go to that detail on the GTO. You but know, I did list it out the same way. You know who's actually surprisingly good at um, making for sale ads uh, that I would have thought wouldn't be as good at it? A type of people or a certain a certain person? A group of people. Okay. Drifters. Yes. They're actually pretty good at it. Because they like me, they kept their build list. They're actually pretty good at it. Yeah. Here's here's all do, of the they performance. They do a pretty parts. decent job of like showing me the pictures of the things I care about. Yep. Like they give me a picture of the engine bay and they give me a picture of the interior and mm-hmm. and like I you, mean you know I rag, been- I trust me, I love ragging on drifters as much as the next guy. But you know, they can write a for sale ad. Yeah. They know what they're now, selling. Obviously there's there's some shitty ones out there. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But like the real drifters, not the like, I went out and ripped my e brake on the city streets, no, no. guys. Yep. Uh, those guys, those are they're bad. But like the guys who are actually drifting cars, yep, and not just being douchebags on the road, they're actually pretty good at writing ads. I'll give them that. Yes. Yep. No, they they list out every performance part. They yeah. list out the quirks or whatever's wrong with it, yeah. or what you know, you know what you're getting. Yeah. Like this is a drift car. I drifted and it. And they give me the Here's- pictures of the things I care about. Yep. Here is the bent control arm that you're going to have to fix. Yeah. That's fine. I'm good with that. Yeah. I just don't want to show up, you know, drive four hours and realize that none of these suspension components are connected to anything because it's all <laughs> rusted out. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, without further ado. Uh, how many do you have? I have three. I have four. Okay. All right. So, I'll start. So, I didn't do builds at all. I... Also, I just bought cars because whatever's left, there's either a negligible amount of money left. Yep. Or the amount of money that's left will just have to go into fixing them. Yep. 
So, like you said, uh-huh. this this person barely got oh, snow geez. off of their car. So you I got a hand in the picture. Yeah, their their hand is in the picture. There's only three pictures. There's only three pictures. So my blood pressure, my blood pressure is rising already. Perfect. I'm so angry about. I don't. I'm irrationally angry about things I'm never actually going to buy. I know. So this year, because <laughs> as soon as you start looking for cars, you're like, uh-huh. well. My $3,500 gets me started in my project car. Yeah. And also, I'm going under the assumption that we're in a gas crisis, so I have to buy something that's fuel efficient. Well, also, everybody who has something that's fuel efficient has jacked up their prices. That too. Because they know. But I also need something that can be fun. Uh huh. So I, I, because I'm gonna, if I'm buying, I like what you've done here, Robbie. Off to a good start, right? I like what you've done here. All right. So my first car. Uh huh. Is a 2009 Toyota Yaris hatchback two door. Hell yes. Manual transmission. Hell yes. 178,000 miles. Barely broken in for a Toyota product. Exactly. It's Even if it was poorly maintained. Yeah. Habit it's, life. it's still probably fine. Yeah. Just bottle of seafoam and an oil changer. Yeah. Fucking golden. Yeah. Uh, good for another 178,000 yep. miles. All right. So here's where it gets less fun. So it's been on Facebook Marketplace for nine weeks. Oh my good. Bit God. of a bit of a red flag. Yeah, that's um, fair. They want $3,000 for it, so it's basically your entire budget. Yep. There's, And here's where they get real descriptive. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Car runs fantastic, period. New brakes and rotors included. Price is firm at $3,000. And there is one... Two picture oh. picture of the car from the front covered in snow, covered, but he but he wiped it off, so he clearly took his brush and scratched the fuck out of it. Yep, that's fair. So there's so now he's got a, you got scratch paint on the roof, scratch paint on the on the hood, but there's no snow on it, thank God. So we got picture of the and you can see that. Which one do you want, Robbie? Do you want a picture covered in snow or do you want scratches on your head? I, you, you know what? I guess I'll take the scratches. You don't get eat. You don't you get. Don't, you gotta have one or the get other. One or the other. You can't have your cake and eat it too, no. Adam. Absolutely, especially um, on Facebook Marketplace. And you can see that clearly, uh, whoever has driven this has driven it into a pole or a tree. Ooh, that side uh, fender is a little wrinkled there so behind it, the wheel, isn't so it? So it is pretty. Here, let's see if I can zoom in. And I, that might be some rust. It appears to have scratched the paint, and as a as oh yep, see the Ooh. door is dinged. Ooh, the fender is so that's, dinged. That's that's one of those deals where when you open the door, it goes pop against yep. the fender. Yeah, because it hits it. Yeah, yep. and so that's why it looks like that. So there's a little bit of rust there where the paint has been removed, and then on the final picture, it is the butt, and you can see that it has clearly been backed into things, yep. and how scratched up that is. But it has glass, so that's a good sign. <laughs> Talk to me about the Vibe GT next to it, though, because that's where I'm at in my life right now. That, you know it, it clearly hasn't moved in a while. Oh, it's not a GT. That's just a base model Vibe. Sorry, bro. I'm less impressed or less interested. So that's, A Vibe GT comes with the 2ZZ, the Toyota 2ZZ in it. That's a good engine. So it's like a funky little car with a Toyota motor in it. It'll run forever. It's basically a front-wheel drive Lotus Elise. Now we went too far. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I can't – I've argued with myself – in the so there's three pictures. Uh huh. And this is the picture of the passenger side. Yep. I can't decide if that's a shadow or if that's a gigantic. Oh. That is a gigantic dent. dent in the passenger door, as well as rust and scratches on the. No, rear. that's definitely a dent, Robbie. I think it is. That's a wrinkle. It's a pretty big wrinkle. That's a serious wrinkle. Yeah. And I think this thing, if you looked underneath it, is. Th- 
you won't be able to drive it from Itasca, Illinois, back to Des Moines without it exploding in rust. Yep. By the time you get it in your driveway, the rust will have crept up near the window line. Yeah, so just just so we're perfectly clear, at $3,000, this is by far yeah. the cheapest 2009 Toyota Yaris you can find. <sighs> yeah, but there's a reason. Yeah. And it's so dumb, though, isn't it? But, but that a three thousand dollar, three thousand dollar Yaris is the cheapest one you can find. Yeah, there, there is That's nothing out of control. There, stupid. There Robbie. is nothing less. Like, unless the car doesn't run at all. You're not getting a running Yaris for less than three grand. That's out of control. Stupid. This that's that is the market right now. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, because I was like, you know, it'd be a fun car, a Toyota Yaris. I could trade in the, I could trade them for the Focus, or yeah. I could get rid of the Focus and then get a Yaris. I thought that an IQ would be no worth nothing. They're worth so much. Money. I think they're worth more than they were when they were new. They're like eight grand. Yeah, for like a million miles for the cheapest one. And I desperately want an IQ. Yes, because that I would again realistically think like yeah. oh, I could sell. The, you know, I could, let's say I sell the Focus uh-huh. and I get you know, use use that money and then actual other money right. to pay, to pay for another car. Maybe an IQ would be a fun little. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not on the table, man. It's so dumb. It's too expensive. It's so dumb. So yeah, that's uh, that's what three thousand dollars gets you in twenty twenty two. The worst Yaris that you can find. No, there was there was there was still runs. Yeah, there was worse ones out there, but not by much. Man, this this one caps. Yeah, this one I felt like I could drive it, but there's no no pictures of the engines. I don't know if it's there. Uh, There's no pictures of the interior, so I don't know if the if the ad is incorrect or correct saying it's a manual. I would assume that default is an automatic. Yeah, I, I, I'm, and so if I always assume, like, if it says manual, it's because they changed it to that option. Yes, I, I believe that it's a manual, but we can't confirm it. I, it, and I think it has cloth seats, but we don't know. What do you got? What, what else do we have, Rob? You, you just keep rolling through. Keep this. going through mine. Yeah, you keep rolling through this. I am going to pretend like I have a. Toyota Yaris to sell because I've actually don't think I've ever listed a car for sale on Facebook and now I kind of want to do it. I can't remember if it makes if create new list. I think you have to choose. You actually have to choose. We're gonna try you. you give think, me your next one and then I'll I'll update here. Or actually, I can just do this right here. You do have to choose. Okay, I thought so. I thought it was nope. Bright. Transmission is the only one that's already filled in. It defaults to automatic. Oh shit! So. If they have manual selected, it probably is. That's fair. Because I'll see a, so I'll see an automatic. You can, so vehicle type, you have to select, and there's a big number of options. Yeah. Uh, I also learned that people in Austin, Texas, can't differentiate between car, truck, and motorcycle because there's a lot of motorcycles in the car and truck category. Morons. Uh, then year, you have to fill in. Make, you have to fill in. Model, trim, body style. Trim does say optional. Uh, body style, exterior color, interior color, optional. Those are all things you have to fill in on your own. Okay. And then automatic transmission is already filled in. Okay. And I haven't even told it what kind of vehicle I'm selling, so it didn't do that automatically. Oh, weird. And then uh, after transmission, you have fuel type, mileage, and your phone number. And then you click uh, yes or no to does it have a clean title. Yep. 
optional number of drivers. Uh, do you still owe money on it? That is not an option. You have to put that. Uh, on a lot of those. Which you, I actually support. Depending on, um, I think it was like based on like if I was using my phone or like on the computer, it, uh-huh. it made me like fill out every single one of them. I was like, it's not complete yet. I was like, yeah, some of these say optional, yeah. but most of them are not. And then a price and a description. Yes. Please include details like damage, accident history, and warranty. Yeah, so then people will say, no accidents, no warranty, good to go. Yeah. Price is firm. Yeah. So that's that's what you get when you list a vehicle on uh, on Facebook. Yes. So now we know the transmission thing, at least. Yeah. All right, my second one is this 2002 Mini Cooper Hatchback 2-door. I have a Mini Cooper as well. Yes. These are somewhat in that price range. So here's a weird thing about Mini Coopers that Josh Fettis learned recently. Okay. Because Josh uh, recently sold a truck. He did. uh, And has a little bit of money burning a hole in his pocket to buy a commuter car. What What about the Cavalier? Uh, so the Cavalier was kind of just a like a stopgap measure. Fair enough, because it's it's Tom's last leg. Ah, like it, it's there and it's fine, but it's not like. So you're saying that you gave him the Cavalier because you wanted me to have the Focus because the Focus is better. I think the Focus is probably a better car. I'm actually legitimately happy with my Focus. I think it's a better car. That one, that Cavalier has lived a real rough life. I'm not saying, I'm not saying a Focus is better than a Cavalier. No, no, no. Because they we're are talking, on the same level. Yeah, we're talking very but specifically. The Focus this. I sold you and the Focus and the Cavalier I sold Josh, the Cavalier is definitely the less good of the two vehicles. That's fair. That Cavalier has lived a rough life. Yep. And I the think Focus the Cavalier not- is actually probably a little bit less rusty. The Focus, it, a little rust, but not bad. Okay, for, maybe, for that year compared to other, compared to other Focuses, yeah, that I've it's not this. bad at all. But I am <laughs> one of the things that I am very careful about in the ownership of my cars is washing them with undercar washes. Mm, yep, through car washes on a very regular basis through the winter. Yeah. I don't know if it makes a difference or not, but it seems to. Just getting the salt off is a good thing. Yeah, because like, can't hurt. Like you know how I brought this 350Z home. Yeah. on that open trailer. Yep, it. Like I, I didn't even think about it. I should have washed it like the yeah. first fr- freaking thing I oh, did. I'm sure. And I just set it in the garage. And like when I went and looked at it, I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Flash rust fucking everywhere. <laughs> the whole thing. I found a guy near me that does like James Houghton Canadian style anti rusting oh, stuff. That'd be good. Uh, which I've never seen anybody do the sort of like oil undercarriage coating that James does for a living. Yep. Um, and so that's interesting to me because I finally found somebody near me that does that. So he might be getting my business when I have a vehicle I care enough about to do that with. I would I would consider doing it to the, to the truck. Yeah. I care about that car. Yeah. The focus not so much. I'll send you some info. Yeah, I'm you interested. Can, I'm legitimately interested in that. Yeah, I think that's a, a really good thing to do. Yep. Right. Anyway, uh, base model Coopers worth as much, if not more, than type than S's. Weird. Because the S's are so unreliable. Yes, they are. The the early gen base model Cooper, the naturally aspirated one, has a neon engine in it. Oh. 
which I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's not a BMW, which I feel like is probably a better thing. It's probably a better option. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of people are going to be like, fucking Dodge Neons, those are garbage cars too. Like, yeah, but so, is our, so are a lot of the BMWs, so the, the, don't, the Dodge, don't at me, bro. The Dodge is still running. Don't at me, bro. As terrible as the Neon is, there's a million of them still running. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. If you're listening to this and you're driving somewhere, you're going to see a Neon. I'm sorry. I mean, at least in middle America. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna get like post on the group. I did just fucking see a neon. <laughs> anyway, so mini, your mini Cooper. my mini Cooper. We're gonna do mine after yours because we'll talk about them concurrently. Yes. Be great. So this has 185,000 miles, which is a lot for a mini Cooper. That is that is a lot. Not yeah. good. Manual. 2002. I th- is this not an S? This is not, not an S. Not an S. So I think that's the Dodge Neon motor. Okay. Oh, it's it's fine. Um, it's green. Like the Aston Martin really Hunter bad, Green. Really. It's great. It's British Racing Green, Robbie. No, no, it's Aston Martin Green. It's British Racing Green, it's Aston Robbie. Martin Green. Whatever, dude. Um, black leather interior. Robbie. So. Robbie, did you read this posting? Yeah. You could own a Mini Cooper. I know, I know, I know. This is okay. a, this is this was posted <laughs> two days ago in Austin, Indiana. It is a 2002 Mini Cooper. All right, description. 2002 Mini Cooper runs and drives awesome. Mainly looking to trade for an automatic for my daughter. Ravi, you have an automatic for his daughter. I have an automatic for his daughter. How fucking hilarious would that be? I might actually. You don't need a four door with a back seat, Ravi. That's totally wasted space for you. I might actually message this guy and say, hey, I have a 2005 Ford Focus, cash on my end. I think you'd be dumb not to. I will do that. I will. I'll do it before the show, and I'll do it before I'll do it before you leave. All right, that's fair. Because I don't I don't have it saved. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. Have to, I'll have to search for that's it. That's perfect, though. I mean, you'd be dumb not to, yep. frankly. Uh, so it is green with black tint. looks Looks good. It is real dark tint, isn't it? It is. Yeah, that's interesting. So, but that it's, that looks like a really somebody took care of. Yeah, that. This. Oh my god, it is pristine inside. The interior is perfect, Robbie. Yeah. Damn. That's a nice Mini Cooper. This is a very nice Mini Cooper. Yeah. That's that's a steal of a deal. Compared to the... It might not even be for sale anymore. Compared to the $3,000 Yaris, this should be a $6,000 Mini Cooper. Yes. Yeah, this this Also, never heard covered. of the tire brand Waterfall. Waterfall Tires. Never heard of Waterfall But they cared, they cared enough to put tire shine, tire shine on, on them. On yeah, them. absolutely. And they polished those wheels. Yeah. That looks like a really nice car for thirty five hundred bucks. Yep, that'd be worth every penny. Absolutely. Black leather interior, manual, manual transmission. Yep. Katie would be so mad at you if I tra- if I traded the she, focus for this. If well, actually, she might be mad at me That's because fair. she desperately wants a Cooper. And if I could have traded the focus for a Cooper instead of selling it to you, she'd be pissed at me for that. <laughs> Now I have to for the con- for the content. <laughs> we could call her and we could, we could reveal it to her on the show. Like, That's fair. Guess what I did? That's fair. And then she could be swearing and be great. All right. Well, we got to do a show now. Well, there'll Let's be see a ya. kid screaming in the background the whole time. It'll be great. Yeah, we win win for everybody. She's probably already mad because I'm not home. Yeah. See, it'd be great. This is great. Co- this is great content. That's true. Uh, that's yeah. That's it. This is just a this is just a nice Mini Cooper. But it's like literally every penny of your budget. Yes, you, I wouldn't. Add, you have thirty six dollars left. I have thirty six dollars, which you can't even register it. I could, I could get gas to drive it home. You can't even pay for tax, title, and license. No, I would have to sell blood or something to, yeah, to do that. That's really sad, you know, yeah. when you think about it. Yeah, but still, I think 
if that Yaris is worth three, this is worth five. Yeah, that Yaris ain't worth anything close to this. Because they're really not any smaller, the Mini Cooper. No. Like, interior space-wise, it's really not. Like, the 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 Yaris is not a remarkably more uh, practical vehicle. No, not at all. No. So, because I know people are like, oh, Mini Coopers are so small inside. They're so unpractical. You can put so many things inside of my Honda Fit. Well, yeah, okay, fine. But the Yaris <laughs> isn't that much bigger. No, no, Yaris is very similar in size to the yeah. Cooper. So, that's interesting to uh, me. So, that's that's my that's my uh, Cooper. Let's do my Cooper real quick, because my Cooper is kind of interesting in its own special way. Right. So, I found, mine's much newer. My, I found a 2010... Mini Cooper S. S. So this is the Turbo. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure this ad is bullshit. Okay. Okay? It's been, but it's, I listed it anyway. Yeah, it's been there for nine weeks. Right. Uh, he originally had it listed for $5,000. Don't worry, Robbie. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, he originally had it listed for $5,000. It's now listed at $1,200. Okay. This is the S, remember. So, the description. New engine, 4,000 miles, no paperwork. So, I don't know if that means he put an engine in it 4,000 miles ago, but he doesn't have paperwork, so he doesn't know how many miles are on it, or if that's a rebuilt engine that has 4,000 miles on it. Yeah, and and, and by saying no paperwork, you know he did it himself. Right. Uh, NGK spark plug, cold air intake, stage three drag clutch, shift smooth. Three inch downpipe from turbo going under the car by the oil pan. Eight wheels, two have bad dents. I didn't know you could dent a wheel. I'm not sure what that is. Is, means. is he mean like curbed or like yeah, uh, like, I wonder like if that's you, what they like, what uh, mean. like they're bent. Yeah, not a dense. bent. I would have called it a bent. I would have said, said bent as well. Yeah, uh, codes. It has a brake code caused by the wheel sensors. Uh, he has four brand new ones. That's nice. Which I always kind of find that funny. Like people, oh, I'll throw in the parts, but I'm not going to take the time to do it for you. If, but just take take a half hour, man, and just put it on jack stands and let's let's swap these sensors out. Yeah, oil has an oil light. Oil sensor by the oil filter is going bad. Changed at the start of the engine swap. So then I so can only you're assume getting a, you're getting an oil idiot light, which is oil pressure. Right, but he claims the oil sensor is bad. You're getting but it. he put that sensor in four thousand miles ago when he did an engine swap. Yeah, so you have a you have a low you have a low pressure engine. I would question that. Yes. Yes. Uh, engine light from the O2 sensor because it will need exhaust work to be at its full potential. Something like a straight pipe or something. Word for word, that's what it says. <laughs> that's true. But it'll still get you A to B any day. Twelve hundred dollars. All right. What do you got for pictures? So it's sitting in the snow. Yep, covered in snow. It didn't. He didn't clean it off at all. It's running though, so he got some melted off the hood. Yeah, that's true. I think that's it, Robbie. Oh no, there is an interior picture. He's wearing sweatpants, sitting in it. So yeah, he, he looks like sweatpants, bro. Too. He, he is a sweatpants, bro. Well, yeah, because he was talking about putting straight pipes on his Mini Cooper. Yeah. So, but it does look like it's a pretty good interior. It has it has an engine. It has an engine. That's, See, that looks like a fairly fresh engine. It's fairly. It's clean. It looks well. It like it looks very well cleaned up. So I think that that might be a fresh rebuild with four thousand miles on it. That, yeah, I, I could go with that. So, this is the turbo car. It's black. Now that we know it's not covered in snow, we can yep, see that it is black. 
which is good because I was, I'm not, are you really sure it's, yeah, it says exterior color black. It kind of looks like it might be the really, really dark green, but he says black. Oh, it's got, oh, I think he just set, I think he just strapped a kayak to the roof. Yeah. So, but this looks like a decent car. The old low oil pressure would have me Yeah, the oil pressure thing concerned. concerns me, yes. We have eight wheels, so that's cool. But two of them have dents. You could just scrap those for, you know, aluminum know prices. So, yeah. Uh, if this is real, it's got 250,000 miles on it. And for, for that many miles, it looks to be in pretty good shape. Right. It does look to be in pretty good shape. He claims two owners. Um, I don't know. Like, if this is real and it's actually $1,200, like, that's a really good buy, especially in this buying market. Yes, I would agree. So, but I'm not, you know, like, this left me enough money I could do a build. You could fix it, yes. Like, I could have done a build on this car. He left me enough money with a $1,200 purchase and a $3,500 budget. But let's be real here. That car probably needs the rest of that money just to be uh, clean slated. Yeah. Like, it needs exhaust, and I'm not putting a straight pipe on it, bro. Oh, God, no. No, I'm going to put, like, a decent exhaust with, like, a muffler on it. Yeah, I can't imagine having a loud, obnoxiously loud Mini Cooper. Right. Don't be that guy. I'm not going to be that guy. And then, somehow I have a feeling that it's not just... uh, um, Your oil pressure sensor? Oil pressure sensors? no way. It's probably something else. There's no way it's And then, like... I'm going to guess because he doesn't talk about it that it's on stock suspension. Yep. So it has 250,000 miles struts on it. So those probably need replaced. Even if it got replaced halfway through. Even if I just put like, (laughs) yeah, even if I just put factory replacement struts on it, like that would be a remarked improvement. Yep. Not to even mention some type of nice coilover, which I couldn't buy a nice coilover and I'm not buying Racelands. No, God, no. So, um, you know, basically, just to get this car clean slated and good to go, I'm sure I would spend the rest of my thirty five hundred and thirty six dollar budget, every penny on the twelve hundred dollar purchase. But that's still a really it's, good buy for twelve hundred bucks. I'm 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 in into the idea of a thirty five hundred dollar Mini Cooper more than I should be. I don't think you're into it enough, Robbie. I, I am. Mini Coopers are rad as I will hell. Be, I will be sending a message as soon as we focus on something else. Right. So, yeah, that's my Mini Cooper. Mine was the S, and mine was remarkably cheaper, which seems to be what the market is doing these days. I don't know why. It's really, really strange. It's, very, it's kind of upsetting, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so, But, yeah, the turbo one, no less. Not the supercharged one, which is notoriously less reliable. Yes. So that that could be a really cool little car. Don't disagree. For me, I, I every think that, day. That, that'd be a way to do it. It'd be a steal of a deal for a $3,500 tax return. Assuming it's for sure. the engine is salvageable and that there's yeah. not major, major issues. Yeah. And we're going to assume that. We're going we're gonna to take him at his word, and it is just a sensor. That's, that's an easy fix. I would trailer at home. From <laughs> that'd be a that'd be a smart choice. From South Bend, Indiana, back to Des Moines, I'm putting that on a trailer. Yep. I might drive the Focus to get your Cooper and then drive it back home again for the content. That's fair. I'm not driving that one home. No, because as much as I love creating content for these ungrateful fools who listen to this, that one's that's a, uh, that's a bad. I, I don't feel like paying for tow bills from South Bend, Indiana to to Nevada, Iowa. 
I got AAA. We'll be fine. Well, yeah, but usually it's only got like a couple hundred mile range. We'll be fine. I found out that, uh, and I need to deal with this at some point. I probably need to, I think I'm paying extra for roadside service uh, through my insurance agent. Yep. For my safe farm. Uh, and I figured, well, you know, if I'm going to pay for it, I just I could just pay through my insurance, and then yeah, that's yeah. fine. You know, I don't need AAA. Turns out they'll only tow the vehicle like 13 miles. What? Which is totally useless. That's worthless. I could legitimately, like, without even trying to be, I could be in a place with my Blazer that's more than 12 miles from the nearest car service place. Yeah. And not even like try that hard. You could do it on the way to home tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I could. <laughs> yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah. No, 200 seems to be like, that should be the that's what That's what uh, Michael's was when we yep. used it to tow my S10 home. Yep. And we were like 160 miles away or something. Like we were just I'm, outside, just inside of his range. Mine might actually, I don't have with me. I, I think mine might be more than that. But like, 12 I think, miles? It's like 12 or... 13 it's, to, it's something it's worthless. totally worthless you'd have to like break down in the city yeah that's what they're assuming right? yeah you, you live in the city so you don't they, leave the city so i the only time i've ever used it was when i sprung a leak on the radiator on my blazer just oh yeah out of the blue and i had to have him tow it back to my work because i couldn't get him to tow it home oh shoot and i wasn't having him, i wasn't gonna have him take it to a place to fix it like i'm not gonna pay somebody to put a radiator no, in that's, there that's cake yeah it's two hose clamps and two bolts yeah, give me give me a break paying somebody to do that i'll do that in a walmart parking lot yeah <laughs> or at the parking lot of the place i work at because that's where i did it <laughs> so yeah it's totally useless wow. so if you're using that and you're like oh that's sweet that's a good yeah. deal check it double check it because they didn't tell me that when i paid started paying for it wow yeah, 13 miles. Not good enough. No, it's not useless. Or it's not yeah. useful. Yep. So. All right. Do you want to go back to mine? Yeah, let's finish up yours, then we'll do my last two. Unless we have any other ones that overlap, which I think actually we might. I have so one that I think you're going to like. Yeah? Hit me with your best shot, Robbie. Oh, man, you would do this to me. I actually have one of these as well. <laughs> this yes. 1990 Dodge Daytona Shelby. Yes. It was listed a week ago in Grand Prairie, Texas. Ooh, so it's probably a cleaner car than the one I found. Yeah. That's intriguing. It They want $3,000. Uh-huh. It has 154,000 miles, mail transmission, blue. Um, We'll get to the description. It is a 2.2 liter uh-huh. uh, inline four with intercooled, intercooled turbo and five-speed manual transmission. Will run, but needs a head gasket. Have had for eight years. Am moving out of state, so I want to sell it to someone who can appreciate it. $3,000 OBO. That's a totally reasonable amount of money for that car these days. So. I I thought so. When this popped up, I'm like, this this uh, that's not bad. And a head gasket is a, a thing he might actually need. Like that's, I, that's a possibility. A head gasket, like so, so I have $536 to play with. Right. I can replace the head gasket for 536 Even if you had to take the head and get it surfaced. Decked, yeah. You could get it decked and put a head gasket on it. I could it take it into Norwalk. They could deck it. They could bring, they could get, you know, they would think it was like $125. Yeah. And I would, actually, that was for two. It was, yeah, it was, was going to say, it might be cheaper. It was 100, I think it was $125 to get both heads decked on the Z. Yeah. And I had a 24-hour turnaround time. Yeah. When, Which I still can't believe. I, I was shocked. 
that he was like, yeah, we have to pick it up tomorrow. Tomorrow? <laughs> no one else could even give me an ETA. <laughs> yeah, man, it's cool. Let's knock this right out. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can tell it's been sitting a while. Those have the wheels that everybody wants. Those those are special wheels. The, the uh, five they're star. Not, they're not. I wouldn't call them, but they're they're a desirable wheel. Okay. Uh, that also has a desirable wing on it. It is yep. a Shelby, so it has some of the things that are special. Yep. It's, um, it's been sitting in this corner of his lot. Yeah, that one under looks, a tree. For, that one looks like a decent little car, though. It's got some sun damage, a little Ooh. damage on the interior. Ooh. It's clearly been sitting a while. Yeah. Just take those out, put some Corbos in it. Yeah. Yeah, because I got some rips in the seat, some stains. The carpet looks dirtbag filthy. I mean, it is like an 80s or an early 90s car. But, I mean, based on the way it's kind of sitting, I assume the suspension's shot. It's almost 30 years old. Don't say that. Um, You're telling me, Robbie. It's from 1990. It's only like 15 years old. You're telling me, Robbie. Fucking ridiculous. I was going through... Po- resumes for possible employees this week <laughs> and <laughs> so i have i have a guy that works with he's like my second in command and he's uh 22 yep. and i was like hey gavin what year did you graduate and he was like i don't even remember what he said doesn't matter but uh i was he's like why and i was like i'm just trying to get a reference for how old these people are because i've i've been out of high school for so long that like 2011 he, oh this guy graduated in 2011 that means he's like 21, right? No. No, no he's not. <laughs> you could, you could put antique plates on this. You could import that. Yes. For a, like quite a while I've been able to import that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're not that far off of being able to import yes. 2000s cars. Yes. I know. We're getting old, Ravi. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I have a 6-year-old, Ravi. Yeah. That's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, there you have two children. Well, that's less crazy to think about than the fact that I have a six-year-old. A six-year-old, yeah. That's to me, that's crazy. And you didn't have them at, at a super young age. No, not really. No. Like, honestly, I started later than some people finish. Yes. Although the that age is getting older and older as we go. That's true. People are starting later. I think I started at the right age. I would agree. I'll be done with them at enough time to enjoy the later part of my life, but I also started late enough that I got to enjoy the early part of my life. Yes. And now I'm, you know, I'm not, dude, if I'd have had kids when I, like 10 years ago. When you turn 18. I would have had, uh, there's no way I could have done it. Yeah. No, no offense to anyone that had kids at 18, but man, I can't imagine. I don't know how you're doing it, man. I cannot imagine. The amount of money I made would not have supported my family. Oh God, no. When I was, even when I was 24, yeah. 10 years ago, right. would not have supported my family. I make almost double what I made an hour now. Yeah, for than sure. That I made when I was 24. I was an idiot at 24. I still am. That's, 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 that's fair. Not, but, but I was way more of an yeah. idiot. That's why I have to remind you myself can, that all the time. Like, man, I would have hated to work for, work with 21-year-old me. I just got to remind myself yep, that all the yep. time. Because I'm like, these fucking these, these idiots. fucking kids, man. <laughs> these kids, man. They're idiots. Like, oh, yeah. I was an idiot, yeah, too. Yeah, been there. Just got to remind myself. They can be taught. I know it doesn't seem like I'm getting anywhere, but they can be. I have learned. I see so much of myself in, in the one kid. <laughs> He's me 15 years ago. Yep. He totally is. It's so terrifying. So you just you pull him aside and you're like, listen here. And you just grab him on the shoulder. You're like, listen here, man. I also don't. I have to dad him more than I want to. <laughs> Ugh. 
Gavin, that's not a hammer. That is a wrench, not a hammer. That tool has a specific <laughs> purpose. Everything's a hammer to him. And like, mm. whatever tool he has within reach is the right tool for the job, even if it's not. Oh, Gavin. And that shit pisses me off. But I totally did that when I was 22 years old. <laughs> or if you're laying under the car and you're like, I'm sick of climbing out and getting, I'll make this work. But I, I don't do that anymore. I it depends on how many times I've climbed out from under the well, car. That's fair. <laughs> or how like, many times I've hit Now my I'm head. way more careful. I'm way more picky about my tool stuff. And he's slowly coming I'm, around I'm, to I'm, where I'm at on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so. I'm fairly picky. The other thing I see him do that I remember doing is like he has to have four of everything we might possibly need. Oh, like overprepared? Yeah. He's like, he is such a pack rat hoarder. His truck and trailer out of control full of dumb shit. Oh, shoot. I totally did that when I was his age. <laughs> totally. Dude, I might need this two years from now. No, I don't need this. If you do, we have other things to worry about. Yeah, yeah I don't need this. So, yeah. Anyway. All right, so that was my Dodge Daytona. That was my Daytona. I actually have a Daytona as well. Uh, mine's a little different, but also kind of the same. Okay. So, mine is a Daytona Z. That's a thing? Yeah. I don't know... I don't know what the difference between a Shelby and a Z is. They might be the same, actually. I don't know. I don't have any. This so one's this one, not much nicer. This one is uh, local to us. This yeah. one is in Waterloo, Iowa, which is kind of close. SRT four rims, neon rims. Those look good. Oh, excuse me. Those look good on that That's car. a thing that people do. Put the SRT four rims on there. Those look nice. So 128,000 miles, manual transmission, red gray interior, clean title. He says poor condition. What am I missing? I don't know. It doesn't is this say picture that taken in 1987? It like, doesn't what? say like, that on mine. I don't have a condition on, on the phone. Okay. So that's well, weird. Well, it says, please read everything in the description. So, so there is a lot of things this car needs. He's asking uh, 2250 So seems there's a little very, bit of... Yeah, it seems very fair. There's a little bit of budget in there, but you're going to need it. Okay. So please read everything. 1987 Dodge Daytona Shelby Z. So front-wheel drive, 2.2 liter, turbo 2. Ooh. So that means that it is not the dual overhead cam. Okay. Because that's a turbo three. Oh. I guess. The more you know. Right. I don't know as much about this as I probably should. I don't and know, I know, that I don't know anything about there's this. A, there's some Wisconsinites who are listening to this right now who are really upset at me for it. It's better if you... I'm sorry, John. I want you to say it incorrectly. It's that's better fine. that way. I'm sorry, John. What about the turbo one? Turbo one's like what would have came in the next year of my car. Okay. And I don't think they were intercooled. Was it fuel injected? Yes, all the turbo cars were fuel injected. Okay. I just want to be. I just want to like put it out there and make sure we get something wrong. I just want to. No. Be, okay. I don't think it was intercooled. We'll go with that. All That'll right. probably piss somebody there off. There we go. I'll Thank you. Be wrong about that. How about that? Runs good. Has SRT four rims and tires. What? Are, but are, that are like new. But. but. Problems leaking gas tank. That's a problem. Which is a big problem. Uh, you can get gas tanks. Yes. I think. Uh, like through Rock Auto. If, if you had right. to, you could right. fuel sell it, but that's a, that's no, a direction you don't want to go. You don't want to do that. Sticking right front brake caliper, so you can get a rebuild kit. That's not the hugest of deals. No. Uh, left front tire leaks air, probably also not the hugest of deal. No. no headliner, pretty standard 80s car things. Yep. Because they sag and then people just rip them out. I did that with my Omni. Yep. Uh, right rear spoiler spear is loose. So the spoiler... The spoiler comes forward on both sides of the car off of the trunk. Yes. So those are the spears. 
Okay, so like basically what's mounted to the to quarters. The, to the quarter panels, yeah. the rear quarter panels, yep. Uh, no catalytic converter, muffler, or tailpipe, which heap lists is a problem. I'm not sure I care. Uh, I mean, I can. it's a turbo car, so it's probably not that loud yeah. anyway. No. And I also really don't care about it not having a catalytic converter. No, God, no. A catalytic converter. Catalytic. Uh, no AC. The compressor, condenser, and lines have been removed. This is going to be a fun car. I'm not that no, worried no, that's about not that. that. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't have been it's, a deal break. It would have been wor- nice. It's worth having it. It's worth noting. that Right. It's the- it is definitely something you should have put on there. I agree with that. Missing the air filter housing. It has a tube with a cone filter on it instead. Not a big deal. He lists that as a problem. It's not a big nah, deal. Nah, nothing to roll. Driver's door is faded paint from the body molding up, which is, is really obvious yes. in the picture that he shows there. It's, it it's pretty rough. Like, that's not going to buff out. No. Probably. Uh, driver's door latch sticks. That's a pretty common front-wheel drive Dodge thing. Okay. Apparently, they break a lot, too, and they're really hard to find parts for, so that could be problematic. Uh, maybe just taking it apart and hitting it with some white lithium grease and just kind of making things work a little better might fix that. Might not. Yep. Uh, windshield is rainbow cracked across the bottom. That sucks. Uh, I don't know how easy or hard it is to get glass for these. Um, I have no idea. I bet you could get them. So, there are dents on the right hatch pillar as a 93 Chrysler CD radio included, but needs wired in. Videos of it running are available. So, he, he made it, he, he made a good ad. He I, made a good ad. I'll give him credit where credit is due. He, He's also, he look he appears to be an older fella. Yep. Because like the, his, the camera probably he uses. Probably in his 40s. Yeah, this Which camera. is why the ad isn't shit. Yeah, good Because he's not a 20-year-old kid who doesn't give a damn. I mean, it's not like he took, like, he used an awesome camera and and, and no. made it look great. He didn't. He just did a really good job of but showing his the fingers true... aren't covering the lens. Oh. Uh, the car isn't covered in snow. Yep. The descriptions are complete and understandable. Yep. He's not a dick about it. Correct. Kudos. I, I'll do business with this guy. This is guy. the best ad so far. I'll do business with this guy, for sure. And, he's at, and, it's, and the pricing is reasonable. Price is reasonable. And the condition is... Accurate, yeah. It's not. I, w- I mean, even I wouldn't even go as far as to say poor. Yeah, I would say fair. I would say I think, fair. I think for a 1987. I mean, that car's as old as I am. Yeah. I was born the same year this car was made, and I would list myself as poor condition as well. Yeah, that car's probably in better shape than it's me. probably in fair condition. It for sure is, <laughs> runs faster than me. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, I, I fucking hope so. I'm not very fast. It's got less miles than I do. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, it it needs work and he's yeah, love, but, but that's fine. Two thousand dollars. It's the guy needs to fix his gutters. Yeah, they're broken. That's unfortunate. Anyway, uh, this would fulfill my dream of owning a turboed front wheel drive Dodge car, which I do have. Yep, I want to own a turbo one just because of the hype. I understand. Like, I don't want to be that Dodge guy. Where I have like 12 Dodge cars, front-wheel drive Dodge cars. I kind of want you to be that guy. I, I know there's more than one person who wants me to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. But I do want to own a turbo one. I want you to own one. So uh, you saw there the spare tire, if you keep going the other way. Yep, the is. spare tire that he shows a picture of, the spare wheel, that's the original wheel. That's the more common, less desirable one. Yeah, they're the, ugly. They're called the crab wheels, I think. Yep. See the yep. Yeah, makes I see sense. It. Yeah. Uh, that's less desirable than the like kind of ninja star five spoke one that was on your. Oh yeah, the five car. the five spoke one looks way better. Yeah, it does for sure. And then the the SRT ones look even better. I I like the S. Sometimes they don't work. 
like when people put them on Omnis, they look funny because they're so big. Yeah. Uh, that it, it looks, fits on the shelf. Yeah, it doesn't look, you know, like uh, when I or say the, they look uh, too big, yeah. people understand this. Miatas with a 17 on them yeah. doesn't look right. It's too big. because It looks silly. That is a 17. It looks fine on this car. It looks weird on the Omni. A 15 is about as big as you can go on the Omni without yeah. it being silly looking. Yeah, it just, it just looks out of place. Yeah, it looks very out of place. This car looks good. Uh, real bum deal that they're pop-up headlight cars, but, I mean, every car has its ups and downs. You know what you could do, and it would make me happy and piss off a lot of people, is you could take those pop-up headlights out and just put LED light bars in there, because people love that. I would not do that. <laughs> I'll just not drive it at night. That's fine. <laughs> No, officer. I can't turn my headlights on because then they'll pop up. Yeah, they're pop. They're pop they, ups, man. And they they'll get in my airstream and ruin my fuel mileage. It's not. not it's not worth it's it. It's better for the. It's better for the world. It's better for the environment. Yep. Do you want me to be safe or green conscious here? Which one do you want? We're going green. Yeah, exactly. So that's my Daytona. This I, was not planned, by the way. No, not at all. <laughs> I I have one more. Okay. Ooh, I like where this is going already. Oh, yes, of course. Of course it is, Robbie. Yes. The Toyota MR2 Spider. The 2002 Toyota MR2 Spider convertible two-door. It's been listed three days ago in Huntsville, Texas. Okay. Uh, it's 130,000 miles, manual transmission, silver, and they want $2,000 for it. Now, we can get to the description. <laughs> that description. The description. I know. What he's willing to trade for, that is hilarious to me. I know. So it's a salvaged title and bad deal. blown head gasket. That's also a bad deal. This is what, this sentence doesn't make sense. Salvaged title and blown head gasket or trade for Miata hardtop. Will not respond to is this available. He will trade the whole car, the whole car. for a Miata hardtop. Because, and you know what's sad? A, hard, a Miata hardtop? Worth more than that car. Yep. So he's yeah. So he's got an MR2, and then parked next to it in the parking lot of his apartment is this little red Miata with Ferrari stickers on it. I'll say it, Robbie. He's selling the wrong car. He is selling the wrong car. He should fix the MR2 and get rid of the that MR2. fucking Miata. The MR2 would be so much better on track. I don't know about better. Better. More yeah. fun. The MR2 is such an underappreciated track car. That's probably. True. I will argue that until I'm blue in the face. I will agree with you on that. Uh, and I, as the maker of bad decisions, would absolutely support your decision in selling a Miata to make an MR2 a track car. Probably not the better choice, though, Robbie. It's the better choice, the MR2. But at $2,000, and I have to believe him when I say it's only the head gasket. What? That's, that's, the, that's the frunk. It comes with, that's luggage, Robbie. It is luggage. It comes with luggage. I bet that's worth as much as the whole with car. Like, with like branded MR2 suitcase. That's dope. That's, that's some Ferrari shit. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. That's <laughs> rad. I'm super into that. That's so cool. That's funny. That's luggage. Why am I so excited about <laughs> I bet that, I've never seen that before. I no, neither have I. I, I didn't know a, it was a thing. I bet that's, that's, that's probably like some sort of... Factory option. Yeah, we should buy this before tell anybody and then sell the luggage and pay for the whole thing. Makes me wonder what that's worth. Probably more than he realizes. Yeah, because Don has owned two or three of these and never had luggage. Yep. Leather interior. I think that's semi rare. This appears to be a well optioned MR2. Yeah, for being a salvage. If you're in the MR2 market, this appears to be a well optioned one. It's got the leather 
is all torn and, yeah, and broken. It's How many miles are on this thing? Not that it matters because it's got a blown head gasket and it's, it's a Toyota. 130. What has he done wrong to this thing? I don't know. You know what? This is a really good candidate up. for Robbie. Lots of stuff. Since it's since the motor's already bad, you just throw that away. Yeah. You don't fix that motor. No. You put a two ZZ in it. You're right. You find a. But I can't do that. For, I can't do that for fifteen hundred dollars. No, probably not. No. But I, 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 so I could swap a moat. I could swap a. It would take me way too long to find, but I did find a Celica. I don't know if it was a GTS, but a Celica GTS has the two ZZ in it. Yep. And it was sub two thousand dollars. We could have wheeled and dealed and we made make, something. Yeah, you, can make, you can make something happen. And even if you had to go a little over budget, you could sell them. You could sell Sell them. the luggage, yeah. We'll sell the car. Oh. If you bought, buy the Celica. Yep. Fix the head gasket. Yep. Swap the motors. Love it. Sell the Celica. Yep. Break even. Yeah, be free. Yeah. Because, I mean, your time is valueless. Well, yeah, especially ours. Yeah, just knock it out in a day. Just ask the fans. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> But I thought at $2,000 that uh, there was room to make this work. I'm into this. I'm I'm Again, $2,000, you have more than enough budget to fix a head gasket yourself. Yep. And the assumption is that's the only thing wrong. We know better, but we we make the assumption anyways. So So that way he can fund his little Ferrari Miata. That is so lame. That is a Ferrari sticker on there, right? That is a Ferrari sticker. That's a prancing horse on his Miata. All right. So it's it's two-tone... It's been undercoated on the bottom half. Is that undercoat or just rusted. spray paint? I don't know. It looks like undercoat. He's from Texas. It's got a luggage rack on it, Robbie. And it's got yellow headlights. I don't like how we completely get distracted. Like, no, we're talking about the MR2 here. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> sometimes it's good to know the owner. That's fair. You know, it's good to get to context clues on how this car has been. I true. wonder if I could buy a Miata hardtop. No. 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 $2,000. If you find a Miata hardtop for $2,000, you're doing okay. All right. Fair enough. Like, it's not a steal, but you didn't overpay either. Yeah, I figured. That's It's really sad. I mean, it's probably a fair request to trade this whole car for a hardtop. It's kind of funny to think, but it's not, like, totally unreasonable. Okay. So, yeah. No, I think a $2,000 MR2 would be a lot of fun. That would be cool. So. All right, your last one. My last one. This one, Robbie, it's a deal. Not a good deal. It's just, it's something. It's it's something. <laughs> uh, it's a pretty well-written article, or uh, ad, I mean, as, as far as ads go. Uh, a 2000 Audi TT. Now, this is the front-wheel drive version, okay. five-speed version. It's the one I would buy if I was building a race car. Is this picture taken? Okay, I was going to say, is that picture taken in Des Moines? No. Okay, Sh- I- Chicago area. Okay. Um, black, the front-wheel drive version, manual transmission. The front-wheel drive one means it has the five-speed, which I think would be the better gear ratio than the six-speed I had Yep. Uh, for autocross or track day things. Also, a lot easier to replace the slave cylinder if you're in there because uh, it's mounted on the bell housing instead of part of the throw bearing. Oh, gross. It still makes me really mad. Driven 85,000 miles, so I would consider this a low-mileage example of the Audi TT. Engine-wise. Yeah. We'll get there, Robbie. Okay. Exterior black, interior gray. Seats four, it says, which I would No, we, 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 we know that's not true. true. Two owners, vehicles paid off. 
Runs and drives, exclamation, exclamation. Uh, 100,000 miles on the body, 85,000 miles on the motor, and 500 miles on the clutch. Have the paperwork to prove it. Five-speed manual, KO4 turbo swap. So that is, the KO4 is the, air quotes, big turbo that came on my 225 horsepower version. Oh, so he's, he swapped. So the KO3 was the 180 horsepower version and the Golf GTI Turbo. Okay. The 225 got a KO4. So this is the air quotes big turbo. Gotcha. So this is exactly the spec I would build if I was building an Audi TT. Okay. I want the front wheel drive five speed one because the all wheel drive thing. I've seen a bunch. I'm in a I'm in a track a trackable Audi TT group <laughs> just for for funsies for reasons. Uh, there has been a number of guys with what I would consider to be well developed cars who pulled the. F- pulled the all-wheel drive system and went faster. Oh, yeah. Because the car understeers way less and and weighs hundreds of pounds less. Huh. And so they've made their car's front-wheel drive and actually gone faster. So if I were to build one of these, the the air quotes big turbo, but front-wheel drive with the five-speed, that's how I would build it. So this car is already done. Okay. It's ready to go. Uh rebuilt title it was not crashed it was vandalized okay which doesn't really scare me no that's like you know that doesn't it's better than it being stolen right so needs some love but a great project needs a front uh core support which i don't quite understand why it would need a front support if it's never been crashed now i'm I'm questioning the crash part based on the pictures yeah this is what there's some questions here i understand that uh (laughs) hood needs a hood yep so (laughs) It's it's never been in an accident, but it needs a core support and a hood. And well, no, a no, 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 no. He doesn't say it wasn't in an accident. He says it hasn't been totaled. Oh, it says, wasn't. It wasn't rebuilt. Title. No, it isn't totaled. It was vandalized. Vandalized. It clearly took a hit to the front. That's what I think too. Uh, rear trunk. Oh, so the glass is broken. It I is thought bro- it was just dirty. No, it's broken. You can the see the rear glass is broken. You can see the. Okay, like, I thought even it in was the picture, just dirty. Oh shit, I fucked that up. Oh Jesus. Jeez. Oh Jesus. I thought it was just dirty though. It's actually broken. So, uh a re- you, you can see the pieces of glass sitting on the yeah, trunk. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh alignment is a little off small exhaust leak. Those are minor problems. But yeah. the the crunch in the front <laughs> It's being held together with a ratchet strap. That's a bungee cord. That's not even a ratchet strap. That's just a bungee cord, Robbie. $2,200, though. It's a steal of a deal. Oh, man. That what car, happened to that hood? That car is way worse than I thought it was. So those are an aluminum hood. Okay. So it doesn't take much to like really uh, Yeah, it's, it it's crinkled all the way around. Yeah. Um, man, that car's in worse shape than I thought it was. Maybe this isn't a deal. I was just taken aback by how cheap the Audi TT has gotten. Yep. There's a reason. And you know why. I know, Robbie. You live that but way. But I look at it. I, I see them. This is rose-colored glasses all over again. You You're know. You're not telling me anything I don't know, Robbie. This is, this is a car that was... I'm dri- pretty this, sure this- my dad would never talk to me. Like, I'll bet you... He'll talk to me again. Eventually. I, I'll bet it's at least a month. And I talk to my dad... Every day. Almost every day. Yeah. Sometimes more than once a day. I bet he wouldn't talk to me for a month. I was, was going to say, if the windshield was smashed, too, it would look like you know someone took a bat to it. But then they clearly ran into something in the front. I have a hard time. Like, the whole thing just looks drooped. So my assumption is that uh, 
is that at some point in time, the car has been vandalized. Yes. And that's why it has a rebuilt title. Yes. And then some high school or college kid had it on liability and crashed it. Yes. And that's why it didn't get fixed and it didn't get reported to his insurance because they wouldn't fix it anyway. And now he's just trying to sell it. Yes. But if you were trying to get into a TT. If I was building a track day TT. This is not the worst place to start. This is where I'm at for my track day TT, which I understand is a terrible idea. Oh, yeah. We never said it was a good idea. But I kind of want to do it. Even if you only had a $3,500 budget, this could get you, this could get you somewhere. And I feel like you could, uh, you could fix it. Yes. It's going to be a little hard to find a black hood and bumper. There's not a ton of, no, there's not a lot of black. There's not a ton of black ones. So most of them are silver. Yep. So that's going to be a little tough to get it like without having to paint it or wrap it. Yep. Um, and there is no such thing as an aftermarket hood for a TT because really? it's uh, it's all the way across the top of the front of the car. Yep. Um, it doesn't it doesn't stop and have the fenders come up over it. It actually goes all the way across and curves down and, and is the top of the fenders. And so, like, it's a huge piece and it's made out of aluminum. So, like, a carbon or fiberglass one wouldn't have been remarkably lighter. So, nobody bothered producing stuff for it. Huh. There's, I mean, there's a very, Seabin made a hood, but it was literally the same weight as the factory aluminum one. And so, nobody bought it and they don't make it anymore. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they killed it before I even left. Oh, wow. The TT scene. Yeah. So, uh, like, you wouldn't just be able to hop on eBay and buy a knockoff fiberglass hood and wrap it in black vinyl and send it. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to find a hood. Yeah, that seems like that could cost as much as the whole car. Yeah, I don't know if they're that expensive, but I'm sure they're not great either. No. So, I still kind of. At one point in my life, not so long ago, since this show had started, <laughs> I would have looked at that and gone, dude, you couldn't you couldn't pay me $2,200 to take that off your hands if all I was going to do is take it to the scrapyard. Now I look at it and go, you know what? $2,200 isn't that that's, much yeah, money. And like, I kind of want one. That's a fair deal. I don't know what, is, changed, what is wrong with it's, me. You've been so far removed from dealing with the actual TT life that you look at it and go, I could live that again. It wasn't that bad. I still maintain <laughs> that if you're going to buy a nice Audi TT, not this one, yep. but a nice one. If So say you have a $6,000 budget. You need to yep. buy a $4,000 TT mm-hmm. and spend the other $2,000 using the aftermarkets to fix all the dumb shit. Yes. Because like... Like the plastic, uh, like all the hose stuff. Right, the plastic hoses, the plastic dipstick tube holder, the and then like... Uh, right as I was getting out of it, somebody figured out a way to make LS coil packs near near oh, yeah. near plug coil packs work on the TT. So they're not coil on plug; they're coiled near plug, and they mount off to the side. Yep. And then you use a regular old fashioned spark plug wire, and then a Honda spark plug boot. Okay. And somebody figured out how to do all that, and like now my coil pack problems are gone. Oh, nice! Just gone. Yeah, fixed. Yeah, and somebody figured out a uh, like a fix to the mass airflow problem by using another 
companies, mass airflow, and like a bunch of these little things that were always problems for me. Right as I sold my car, people figured out how to fix them forever. Because like, how often do you replace how? How often does anybody replace coil packs on an LS motor? Like almost never. Never. And Josh, I replaced it on my truck. Josh thinks it's hilarious when people show up at Excessive with aftermarket coil packs on their LSs because they're like, this car won't make any more power with these than it. Like, this could be a a 1,200 horsepower turbo build and make the same amount of power with stock coils as it will with some crazy Holly coil pack that costs them $400 a piece or whatever they are. Doing an LS coil pack swap is a pretty common upgrade for a lot of things. For a lot of things. (laughs) A lot of things. And so there was a bunch of that stuff that I could have just fixed. Yep. And the right as I got out of it, even the even the coil packs used to be like a hundred bucks a piece and now they're like twenty four dollars a piece on Rock Auto. Oh jeez. And like so those are cheap enough that I could buy You could deal with it. I could buy a few of them and just have them. Yeah. Instead of what I ended up doing was like it would give me random misfires on two or three cylinders but it's actually only one coil pack and so i'd buy one coil pack and start in cylinder one oh, and if it didn't go away i'd take that out take take the one i just took out and put it in cylinder two and if yep. it didn't go away I'd put the one i just took out of cylinder two and cylinder three until it would go away because i didn't have enough money to just buy coil packs right. now i could buy all four of them for the same amount of money as i bought one, one. or i could just put LS coil packs on it, be done with it forever. And yeah, it's not like they're crazy expensive either. No, like that that swap. They're or, twenty bucks a piece yeah, that too. Upgrade, that upgrade wouldn't have been a yeah. big deal. Yeah. So these are why I I because there were a ton of things that I wanted to do with that car, never got the chance to do. Yep. And that's why I think I've come back to the point where I'm like, <laughs> man, that wouldn't be like the worst thing I've ever done in my life, but it would be. Yep. But I know it would be, but I'm still kind of. I understand. It's like looking at that bear trap going, I know I shouldn't just try to touch the button. But I bet I could touch the button without it clamping on my arm. Could it be worse than buying a $1,200 Mini Cooper S? Yes. Or no. Honestly, because it's crashed, (laughs) a $1,200 Mini Cooper S, even if it has some oil pressure problems, is probably... A better buy. No, nah, the engine will explode. You got to do all that. Yeah, you know, you don't want to deal with that. Just body work. Is so, body work is so much easier. No way, dude. I'd much rather do engine work than body work. No, body work is easy. Body you work can, sucks. You can half-ass body work. That's easy. You can't half-ass an engine. <laughs> I. You are walking, talking proof that that's not fucking true, Robbie. What? You've totally half-assed your engine builds. I have not. Bullshit. I you were you were not giving me enough credit. Because I you did the exact same things I did to my S10 engine and that fucking thing failed on me. If I would have taken that LS engine that you put in your 240 and I just thrown it back together without taking it to a to a an engine shop and having it gone through <laughs> to be fair it wouldn't have fucking ran for me to, same with your vq don't fucking give me that robbie you've totally taken shortcuts on your engine rebuilds and gotten away with it so the ls did blow up it just was a year or so after i i drove it and that which i still do, is not my fault could have easily have happened had you rebuilt it the way that guy was driving it yeah that's, that's fair that's probably as I, much, there was there was nothing wrong with that Right. And if I'd have done that, the shit would have never fucking started, Robbie. 
I drove. I drove it that way. For, it would as soon as I fired that damn thing up. I tracked the LS for at least a year with that setup. Like I, I blew it up in August or uh, September or uh, July, and I made it to TT Nationals. Yeah, in September. Yeah, with barely like all I did was, what did I change on it? I I changed the whole bottom end. So I mean, it wasn't like I just slapped. Yeah, but you never took it to shit. a you never took it to a it shop and had it turned and all that crap. I didn't, yeah, I didn't deck the heads anyway. That shit. None just, of it. Uh, my dad, I my dad and I have had more than one conversation. We're like. Dude, I can't believe Robbie's not taking that to a machine shop and having it checked out. <laughs> that was fine. Th- that wouldn't work for me, though. Actually, the worst part was that I pulled the fucking um, I pulled the uh, the threads out of the head or out of the out of the block. Right when I when I when I went to torque it because it's fucking torque to yield. Right. So yeah, I pulled. It. So I had to do a heel or not heel coil. Uh, that a crazy thing. time cert. Yeah, yeah, that was a pain in the ass. But that was fine. That's, That's not how it, my life yeah. works, Robbie. And the VQ. Had all you the, half-assed that too. It wasn't completely. You half-assed. got it in a box, Ravi. You got it in a box. <laughs> but the parts were pieces. I checked the clearances and I I did all that. That's fucking bullshit. That's I checked. I checked. You no, know I'm right, Ravi. <laughs> I checked the clearances on the bearings. I checked the clearances on the on the on the piston ring. I did. I did all that. No way, dude. I took a hone to it. You got lucky. <laughs> I did not. You did. It's still running. I know when you got lucky. <laughs> Granted, not. you had to have the heads decked. I blew. I did. I did ruin a head gasket. But H- head gaskets. You got lucky. No. Yes, you did. But you can't half-ass it like you can body work. <laughs> no way, dude. That's the same level I half-ass. No, it is not. Bullshit. I could half-ass that body work and have the car running and be totally fine. I could I could fix that car for like a hundred dollars body work wise. Uh, it's not fair. I fucking hate my life. <laughs> All right, since there's only two of us, I'm gonna pick your winner and you're gonna pick my winner. Oh, okay. Ooh. So I had the MR2. Uh huh. I had the Daytona. Uh huh. I had the MR or the uh, Mini Cooper. Yeah, and I had the what was my first one? Oh, the Yaris. The Yaris. That's straight mm-hmm. out the trash. Yeah, with your, that, there's a reason I put that one first. Yeah, that one's gone. Yep. Uh, so am I? Am I picking the car I think you should buy most? I don't. Whatever. Or am I picking the car I liked the best? There's no rules. Or the car I think was the best deal. Or maybe you're. There's a reason you want me to have that specific car, and it doesn't have to be a good reason. I kind of want you to own a terrible 80s Dodge product. Yeah, I know it's a 90, but it's still a terrible 80s Dodge product because it's the exact same thing as my 87 that I picked. I kind of want you to own one of those, okay. but at the same time, I don't. I understand. Because if you own one, it'll be fucking flawless, and that'll piss me off too. I'll be- I will also. You'll half-ass the mechanic work on that, and it won't be a problem. It'll be great. Yeah, it'll, it'll run. And that's bullshit. It'll run like a top. Yeah, because didn't that have a bad head gasket? Which one? The the Daytona. Yeah, yeah. You'll just throw a head gasket in it. Yeah, of course. And that's bullshit. I'll get a fifty-dollar one from Rock Auto. I wouldn't we'll make done. it from here to the paved road. I'll, not only without that. overheating that thing again, you'll put ten thousand miles on it. Yeah. I'll, how about this? I would. I would change the head gasket and the studs. No, so you're not getting the Daytona because that would just piss me off. That's not that's not where I'm at in my life. 
the MR2, I think, I would like to see you track an MR2. You're all mid-engine, do you know? Uh, yeah, sure. And I, I, I'm still really intrigued by the luggage. I get that. I am more intrigued by the luggage than I thought I would be now that I realize what you're <laughs> So, you know, how, you know, my, my suitcase that I bring to all the races now is the, my, like, my son's Lightning McQueen, McQueen yes. uh, suitcase. Like, that would be funny, like, just to show up at, like, oh, we're going to go to PRI this year, right? So, oh, yeah, well, here I am. Take my MR2. <laughs> What are you doing, dude? So, <laughs> so, like, if I'm picking a car for you, you're getting the MR2 for sure. Okay. All yeah. right. That's fair. And then you'll just throw a head gasket in that, and it'll be fine for 10,000 fucking miles. Yeah, it's a Toyota. I can't believe it even needs it. It probably doesn't. Yeah. You He's- know what? Better yet. We'll get the MR2. Mm-hmm. We'll JB weld the head on. I'll be fine. And- I'll, I will JB weld the head on. And... I'll shoot a video. There you go. I'll just shoot the video we, so that we can actually come through on one of our YouTube threats for once. Yeah, we've talked about it forever. So long. Uh, and then not only will you have a perfectly reliable MR2, which will annoy me greatly, uh, <laughs> you'll also have the coolest MR2-themed luggage. Yep. And, like, I would thoroughly enjoy, like, oh, Jess, let's go to the lake this weekend. Okay, let's pack the MR2. <laughs> I would I would love She it. would be so annoyed by that. She likes MR2s, but she I, would hate that. But the luggage thing, I, I feel like she would because you're gonna lean into it. Oh yeah. And she's gonna hate it. Oh yeah. And that makes me really happy. I've been pushing anytime that we go anywhere. <laughs> I'll give you one guess what car I offer. <laughs> Has she been in it yet? No, <laughs> but I get I I throw I I throw like a fit. I'm like a, I, I like, this is costing me extra this, money. Like I was like, we're not driving the truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're taking the edge. No, she should have taken she should have taken the focus to her parents' house this week. It would saved you so much money. Why would you want to put the car? You know, put the dogs in the back seat of a, of your leather edge. Why would yeah. you put it in the back? Especially of the focus? with the mileage it gets. Right, focus gets way better gas mileage. Gas is expensive. It's right? very expensive. It's wasteful, is what she was doing. I agree. She's killing the environment. I know. You should get her a focus. We should, yeah, this should just be a, everyone should have focuses. So I, I'm picking the MR2 because the the mini is free, so that doesn't count. Okay. Yeah, we're assuming, you're just gonna trade we're assuming that he's in on this. Yeah, like you're just gonna, so that's free, so that doesn't count. That doesn't work in the challenge. So okay. it really, in all reality, you've got a mini anyway. Yeah. Basically. So now I have to pick between one of the other three, <laughs> and I'm picking the MR2. All right. So then, in that same light. Oh God, I don't even want to know. Just tell me you're buying the Audi so I can move on with my life. Right? I am buying you. You are. You are. Ha- you are you're half- just going to do that to prove me wrong. Yes, because you you need to have the you need to be <clears throat> I re. I kind of like the idea of you buying a car and your dad not talking to you for a month <laughs> because that's great content. <laughs> and then I then we could half-ass the body work. We could fix the things that are wrong with it. You'd have all this money left over. Uh-huh. Everybody wins. You're such a dick. I know. I was just trying to be. No, I was being kind of nice. Well, what the, I can't. I, know I was kind of pissing your wife off, but you're gonna do that anyway. I do so. that every day. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. 
No, the Audi is the best choice. You're gonna you're gonna piss my wife off too. Yes, she's already told me that like if I showed up with a TT, she she would move out, which she won't do because she's where's she gonna go? It's, she's, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah, she's not gonna take care of both the kids on her own. That's a bluff, and they know. Yo, it. for sure, <laughs> for sure. It's like I said in couples therapy. It's way easier to ask for forgiveness than this remission. <laughs> Note to anyone that ever goes to a couples counseling: that's not the answer. Don't the ever make that for. joke. Weird. You will be hung out to dry so fucking fast. What a jerk. The therapist, I mean. No, no, it was, and it wasn't like one-on-one couples therapy. It was like a group thing. So it was like, oh, it was like so there's like 12 of like, you in there? there was, no, it was like a classroom of like a bunch of people. Oh, so it was like, God. you know, like the, the, the therapist in front and then like just, you know, it's like, yeah. like a class thing. I was like, yeah. this is a good, you know, this is good to do this for, for a marriage or whatever. Right. And so like he asked a question about, I can't remember what it was, and like, Looked at me and I jo- and I jo- and like don't look at me, don't look at me, don't look at me. There's like a room of like there's at least thirty people in this room. Yeah, yeah. Couples, of course. Right. And he looks at me and I I, and I make the joke. Well, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission because I, th- I think we're talking about finances or whatever. And I and like I got hung out to dry about race cars and how expensive they are. Weird. Yeah. Hung out to dry a lot that time. What a jerk. Yeah. So I made that joke. Fucking crickets. <laughs> The whole, like, the whole room. Dude, Every I, single guy looked into their wife and was like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Not one, not I one. I bet half of them are divorced already, Robbie. N- not one of them gave me, like. Because they're a bunch of liars is what they are. Yeah, they all got caught in So lies. they're all divorced already. Yep. I was at least up front about yeah, my financial. She knew what she was getting into. The first time she ever went anywhere with me. Was the cars and coffee? That's true. She knew. That's true. Day one, what? Katie and I, we met at a skate park. She, she knew what she was getting. She into. knew, man. She met Dalton the same day. She knew me what too. she was getting. Yeah, into. she met me. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but you're a lot easier to introduce. That's fair. Parents like me too. Dalton and Matt and Danny. That's a trio. Matt, <laughs> Matt and Dalton. Dalton did. Dalton attempted to do chop top challenge. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll about talk it. to Ryan about it. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah, we should have Ryan on the show at some point. Anyway, that'd be great. So. Yeah, yeah, why not? But anyways, you're getting a TT. Fuck, because that's just great content all the way around. I mean, is it really content if it just sits in my driveway like the rest of them? Nope. <laughs> I would if you if if we had if we had like a podcast budget for this type of thing. God, I wish I would have that car. Turnkey sitting in your driveway so fucking fast. I'd drive it too, Ravi. I know you would. I'd drive it just to spite you. Not only that, I would deliver it to Katie (laughs) for the show. I'm just gonna come home from work one day and (laughs) And sit in my driveway (laughs) with like a with like a silver hood. Yeah, (laughs) I'll I'll paint it black. It's fine. (laughs) See, I told you we can we can half-ass body work so easy. You and you and Josh Lepetri will have that fixed in a weekend. Oh yeah. It'd be so fast. Such a jerk move. All right. So this conversation about Adam getting an Audi TT is presented by Petrobox. MyPetrobox.com. Hold on. I can't. I, can't, I had I can't a thing for this this week. Did you? And I forgot it. Damn it. The the jacket. I know. I'll bring it next week. Okay. Probably not, though. We'll, well get, next time. Next time we do a show. Next time. We'll not, tra- ne- not necessarily next week. You did promise me you were going to wear it, and you didn't. I know, and I was actually really upset you, about it. You are you are just like E-Man when it comes to false promises. This That's week. not true. I followed through on the eBay thing. That's fair. E-Man still lies to me. It's because he's not a friend. But you know, you know who doesn't lie to you? 
John from Petrobox. From Petrobox, exactly. So if you want to be not lied to by John and have something awesome delivered to your house once a month, you can sign up for a Petrobox and use the code TTP15. You get 15% off your first box, and it is a box filled with things you like. Because if you listen to the show and you've made it an hour and 55 minutes into this show, and you're like, you know what? These are things I like. Petrobox has an entire box of the things that you like. Yeah. And it'll show up at your house, and it'll be car care products, T-shirts, just like car goodies, sometimes books, and sometimes dog stuff. So, And then also, if you have an idea of kind of like exactly what's going to show up, you could go to their store, mypetrobox.com, and click on the shop button, and you scroll through it. And you can see, like, there's some dog collars, a bunch of shirts, um, you know, car care products. All that stuff's been in previous boxes. Back to the top, Robbie. This is a new thing that he just kind of recently added to the store. The legendary library 10 sticker mystery pack. Oh. So you get, so in their boxes, you always get a sticker of a, of a car. Of a car that's like a legendary car. Usually it's iconic, yeah. There's like a Golf Livery GT40 and like that Advan Livery uh, NSX. And I can B- see... BRE Datsun. Yeah, BRE Datsun. I can see I can see uh, the Fast and the Furious Supra. Yep. Some cool stickers like that. You just my, buy a 10-pack. My Lyft is like covered in those. That's a cool little 10-pack. Yep. Then they're $6. Six and, bucks is... Or... Six bucks for 10 stickers, Robbie. That's a steal of a deal. Fifty percent off. Fifteen percent off. If you use go TTP fifteen. So yeah, if you want to get a really, if you want to pick and choose, you could use the shop. If you want to have something that you know new every month show up at your at your doorstep, use you get the box. Uh, I highly suggest doing both. I gave my dad one of my bottles of Eagle Grit because yeah, I had a couple extra, an extra one or two. Yep. Because I don't use it all that often. I do. When I'm half-assing engine builds, apparently. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he and he says to me here a couple of days ago, because we were talking about my son's birthday. Yep. He says to me here a couple of days ago, um, you know, if you ever need a birthday present, you can just get me some of that Eagle Grit. Yeah. So. Stuff, stuff like that is proof, in the store all the time. Proof is in the pudding. It's great yeah. stuff. It really is. It's not just us being douchebags about it. No. I'm like, like James sent me like three bottles for Christmas. That was a great gift. That's a great gift. Great gift. <laughs> I am nearly done with the paydays he gave me. It's actually quite sad. Oh, shoot. Maybe we need someone else from the podcast. I'm actually going to have to start buying them that way now because now I've become accustomed to them. I put like one or two of them in my lunchbox. Like at all times, there's at least one or two of yep. them in my lunchbox. Yep. I'm like, man, I'm kind of hungry right now. Like, oh, I'll reach over and grab a payday. <laughs> and now I've become accustomed to this level of living. Yep. And now I'm going to need... You can't go back. No. So now I'm going to have to... Thanks, James. <laughs> I have to buy boxes of paydays now. You have to go to Costco and get just like the bulk. No, I'll just buy it on Amazon. That's fair. But if you want to buy some of your car care products, go to mypetchbox.com. Adam. I know. Yeah. We have a suggestion. We do? Yes. I have a hot topic. Oh, a hot take suggestion? Oh, God. I forgot. It's from the guy that you said is a liar. I mean, most of them are. That's fair. E-Man sent this to me. Oh, no. He wants to know. What? This doesn't make any sense. He wants to know. In the world... Uh, oh, dude, we talked about this at work. There's it's, no way it's doors. Is there more wheels? So many more wheels than there are doors. doors. Ravi, there in are, the world, in the whole world, infinitely more wheels than there are doors. How? Do you think it's doors? Look at this house. There's doors everywhere. My son, I'll bet my son owns 
500 small toy cars with four wheels each on them. And they have Minimum. doors. They have doors. No, they don't. None of them have do- Almost none of them have doors. All right, so there's, there's a door there. There's a door there. There's a door there. There's a door there. Mm-hmm. There's a door there. There's two doors there. Mm-hmm. How many wheels do we got here? There's... So we got, we got chairs. So these yes, have wheels. But these chairs have two wheels on each leg. But there's not two... There's not a chair, this chair in every has, room. This chair has ten wheels on it, Robbie, not five. Ten. But, but then we have the bathroom. Ten, Robbie. We have the furnace room door. We have the bathroom door. Uh-huh. We have the furnace. We have the bathroom okay, closet. Okay, so here's a question. We have the cabinets that have doors. Here's a question. What do you define as a door? Is a garage door a door? Yes. Because it, it doesn't is, it swing. Is, it doesn't have to swing. And a garage door has more wheels than it does doors, Robbie. <laughs> but then if, if you... What's go- a, what do you define as a wheel? I don't have a definition. So I actually looked this up because yeah, we were trying yeah, to, yeah, let's see, because I was like a ball bearing. Are those all wheels inside of it? No, this is it's a sphere. So it has to be on an axle. Yes, but the description, the the Wikipedia definition of door specifically states that it swings on a hinge, which means a garage door is not a door. We're not using Wikipedia. We're using we're using dictionary dot com. So then, uh, because you can have a you can have a barn door or on a sliding your truck. Door. Uh, on your vehicles. Yes. There is a door. There is at least one door inside of the HVAC system. Is that a door? It's literally called the door. Is it a door, though? It's literally is a it door. Is it a door, though? It is. Okay. Maybe. I still think it's wheels. Heads and tails. No, it's doors. Because it like every drawer has at least two wheels on it. If Most every drawer. But then you have doors in like literally every room of every house and every building. And I'll bet you there's wheels in most every room of every house of every building. No. And then there's a lot of cars that have more wheels than they have doors. But then if you count the, like, no, because if you count the... Is a hood a door? No, I don't think so. Is a trunk a door? Depends on, like on a hatchback, it certainly is, because it's called the fifth, the fifth door. Only if we live on the other side of the ocean. That, that, there's doors over there, too! <laughs> there's a lot of wheels over there, too, Robbie! There's totally more wheels than there is doors. It's not even a competition. It's, it's, there's so many more doors. No way, bro. I refuse to agree. I can't, I'm not allowed to agree with you. It has to be doors. I should have let you answer first, because I feel like you would have said wheels. <laughs> no, it's doors. No way! Go, if you go to the, go to the post office... And just like, look at that, all the mailboxes. Every single one of them has doors. I bet you there's a... Speaking of post office... Let's do it! You've got... Uh, you've got... Um, uh, I can't think of the word for it. Conveyor belt systems. They have all those rollers. Fucking wheels, Robbie. You just Every call, single you, one you, of them. You just called them rollers. They're not yeah, wheels. it's a wheel. No. It's it, totally a wheel. It's a roller. It is a thing that spins on an axle. It's a wheel. It's a roller. It's and there's totally one th- every like three inches for hundreds of feet across every warehouse in the world, Robbie. Wheels. Doors. Sure, there's doors on warehouses, but there's way more wheels on the conveyor belt system you than there is it, doors. Wheels. It's wheels. It's doors. It's totes wheels, dude. You will never get we we fought about this at work <laughs> extensively. The other thing we fought about a bunch at work. Yep. Who would win in a fight? A I mean, bear or a mountain uh, gorilla? A, a grizzly bear or a mountain gorilla? Like a silverback mountain gorilla? Who wins in a fight? The gorilla. That's what I think. It's not even close. That's what I think too. But Gavin is convinced it's bears. Bears have claws. Yeah, but the gorilla's got reach, man. He's got reach on him. 
I was going to say, because they both... So we agree that it's wheels. Oh, good. <laughs> I thought so. It's totally wheels, dude. It's totally wheels. But if the bear gets its claws, that's the, that's the only thing that would equalize it. And because if it gets gr- a bite, because that... They both have bites. I know, but that bite... So that, that's that, a wash. That bear bite's pretty strong. And so is a gorilla bite. But I feel like that bear's, or that gorilla is just going to swing... He's going to give him he's a haymaker? The, he's got the gorilla strength. He's going to give him a haymaker right across the noggin. Yep. Out cold. I mean, did you saw, did you see King Kong? He just took out that T-Rex and just like there's, snapped his neck. A, he don't care. There is a bunch of movies or like YouTube videos. Because Gavin, Gavin will, <laughs> he will fight you. He's the 22-year-old kid I work with. Yeah. He will fight you over this because bears are going to win in his mind. The only and way honestly, is if they get the claws. Honestly, push come to shove if he's not here. Bears got a pretty good chance. Yeah, that, oh, yeah it's an even fight because he got the claws. But I'm never going to tell him that. Oh, God, no. never going to tell him that. He was actually really mad that I thought it was wheels because he was convinced it was wheels too. And he was really you hoping to argue that I was, about it. <laughs> he was really hoping I was going to say doors. I'm like, no way, dude. Oh, I got I got a, doors. It's wheels. Uh, my, my friend from high school, Matt, yeah. loved to argue for fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of where... Like, it's like the podcast. Like, well, we agree. It's obviously fucking doors. <laughs> just because we have to argue. It's wheels. There's so many more wheels. People aren't thinking about the small ones. No. There's a lot of hot wheels out there that don't have any doors and have four wheels. Yep. It's a hard deficit to come back from. It really is. And if, if, if you're going to count rollers. Rollers are wheels because the Wikipedia definition is a round object that spins on an axle. Yeah, that, that's why bearings don't count because they're, they're not spinning they're spherical. On an axle. They're spherical. Right. But the thing that is attached to the bearing, that's a wheel. Like so, if the a bearing, bearing the goes, bearing it, the bearing itself, the bearing, yeah. the bearing, when the bearing is in a thing, that thing it's in is a wheel. Yes. Rollerblades, yep. skateboards, yep. scooters, yep. bikes, yep. planes, cars, trucks, automobiles, trains. Trains have doors too. Yeah, but not nearly as many doors as they have wheels. Have you ever been on a train? There's so many doors. And if you count like a plane, you count the uh, overhead bins. Those are all doors. Well, yeah, but like, uh, so a, a cargo train, most of those only have two doors on them, and they have eight wheels. Yeah, but every every box that's in that cargo train is a, no, a door. No, a, bo- to a cardboard door. box is not a door. <laughs> I will not allow that. That is not a door. It's a container. Hmm. It's totes wheels. Yeah, it's probably wheels. All right. This argument was presented by Apex Pro. He doesn't know it, (laughs) but it was. But he thinks it's wheels, too. He thinks it's wheels, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's smart. He's Um, in the business of wheels. Yes. So if you need to get into being faster on track. With your wheels? With your wheels, because you're only going to use one door to get into your car for the wheels that you're about to turn. Yeah. Um. ApexTrackCoach.com. Use the code uh, 10 tenths. You get uh, 10% off of your Gen 2 data logger as well as um, the window mount if you get that as well. <clears throat> so it's the best value in all of like automotive racing data, I would say. So it's the, the amount of data you get back for the amount of money spent. You're not really going to get a better deal. So using our code... And get into it about as cheaply as possible, and then if you don't want to spend the money to get into the Gen Two unit, which, which I'll agree is you know five hundred fifty dollars, it's not the cheapest more thing. money. It's not the cheapest thing in the world. I get that. You can get the Gen Ones when they're available on the website. Uh, those are only like two fifty to seventy five. Really? Remember. Damn, yeah. son. 
I know they were out, but I know they'll, they'll get more. Um, yeah, two eighty nine for a refurbed Gen one, but right now they're currently out of stock. But so if you don't want to wait, but you want to understand how like how do I how do I understand how this app works? Because all all you do is you hook it to your phone, and then you go on track and you use the logger and you just pull it right up. It's real fast. You don't have to log to a laptop. You don't have to deal with any bullshit. It's just you pick up your phone and you look at the data. So fast and easy. Yeah. So you download the the official Motorsports app of Ten Tens Podcast, the Apex Pro app, and you can actually use it with just the phone. You could hook up. You just go on track. You have your phone. You hit the hit start driving. It. You could use it in autocross. You can set your own tracks. You can use it on any predetermined track that already exists. Or if you're at a track that's in the middle of nowhere that's never been on an Apex Pro unit before, you can set your start and finish times. And, I'm, and, and go. I'm gonna put one of these in my dad's drag car. Yeah, just because I want to see the acceleration curve. It, it'll it'll be it'll tell you. I know. I think it'd be really cool to see. It's, it's super interesting once you start getting into like yeah. just the the nitty gritty of data and like you learn so much. I do think it would be interesting in a circle track car too. Apparently, a lot of circle track sanctioning bodies have a no data rule. Oh yeah, which is really weird. That's strange. It's really lame. Um, I had somebody reach out and ask about it, and he's like, "Do you think it would work in circle track?" And I was like, "Well, I, t- I told." I, you should probably talk to Andrew for sure, but yeah. in my opinion, yes, I think it would. I don't see why, how it couldn't possibly help because you. you're you're literally at you're finding a slip angle right. the whole time. Yep. So that's this is like the unit for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that I think would be hard with these, um, and maybe the real time data could actually help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times you'll they'll, they'll talk about dirt track races. will talk about the the fastest line changing through the race as the as the track surface changes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think that would be hard, but I do think there's there's no way this couldn't be helpful. Yes, it would be very helpful. So So yeah. I mean if you're if your discipline isn't strictly like road racing or whatever, I mean don't discredit like that that this could be useful. It it absolutely could be useful in more applications than I think most people give it credit for. Yeah. So if you want to use that, use our code 10 tents to get um, a discount. Or if you want to just reach out to Andrew and get some coaching, help you understand data. He's got his YouTube channel that kind of goes through the basics of it. He'll do one-on-one coaching with you. Um, ApexTrackCoach.com for all of that stuff. That's the thing that nobody else can offer. Yes. Andrew. Andrew has a lot to <laughs> offer. <laughs> so. so ApexTrackCoach.com. You know what else people can do with these? So we were talking about my FOMO. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Prove you. If everybody at Gridlife had an Apex Pro in their car, Just I could crew view them, and it'd basically be like, I was there. You could watch the race from your app. So if you won't do it for yourself, do it for me. That's nice. I didn't even think about that. I seriously pulled up the race and watched it via uh, Race Hero. <laughs> I've, I've, I have watched. I always try to pull it up when I'm at the view. race, yeah, yeah, and it never seems to work because... Like, I'll pull it up at a festival and my fucking phone doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, because nobody's phone works. Right. But, like, when I'm home and I can't watch and there's no live stream, that's way better than, excuse me, than watching a race on Race Hero. Oh, for sure. Like, because I know Scott Robertson's a good example because oh, he yeah. always has his up. Yep. Watching him, because yep. you literally see that. There are a bunch of GLTC guys, but not all of them. Not all of them. And they should be. They should. Because they, if you won't do it for you. Do it for me. How cool would that be if they all had it? Oh, it'd be and so then, rad. And then, and then you could just like have like use OBS as or whatever it is like as part of the live stream and just pull up. Tomo's using it. Yeah, pull up Apex. Tomo's Pro using them as part of his uh, coaching program. Nice. He's he's uh, partnered with Apex Pro as part of his coaching program. Perfect. So I'm sure that they're in they're in all. The, I would assume that they're in the ASM cars yep. at that point. Yeah. So 
Oh, Apex Pro is, is, a, is a wonderful unit. Very cool. I can't, I can't say enough good things about it. Crew View, which is something you can use on their app even if you don't have one. Yeah, it's another can. functionality of the app that you can use for free. Yep, just sit and watch. Which is really cool. Yeah. Shut it down, Robbie. I think so. I think that's it. Okay, we'll see you next week. week.